Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Automata Podcast. It is episode Dos Dos. Sorry, my braces. He's laughing at me because I'm slurring my words already. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Did I miss anything, Josh? Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Oh, yes, of course. See, that's, that's, where, that's where we have each other. <laughs> um, so uh, this week, a little brief, quick synopsis here. We're going to talk about the Xbox Direct. More Last of Us, because everybody's talking about Last of Us, so why shouldn't we? And then, uh, what was that third one, Josh? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's The Last of Us, we're talking about story changes, and obviously we're talking about the potential new area of new era of video game adaptations being shows and movies. Which is definitely driven by our Last of Us discussions. So, uh, with that said, uh, let's do our normal weekly routines here. Uh, first and foremost, how are you doing, sir? Doing well. This man, this is the the first week in two weeks that we are just having a one on one. We've had so many awesome guests on recently. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you've been working your ass off, you know, booking. Um, so kudos to you, and uh, I'm sure you have some more um, lined up in the future. No spoilers, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, not now. No spoilers now. But no, uh, spoilers yeah, it's now. just but... it's just awesome uh, talking to more creators like us that are just passionate about gaming, and hopefully, you guys are enjoying it too. Absolutely. Um, so on that note, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good too. Um, for whatever stupid reason, I've been feeling more tired lately, and it just kind of blows my mind. Um, Is it I the just cold? Can't... Who knows? Maybe, uh, possibly. I, I can't rule that one out. But uh, but yeah, uh, last few days I just been really tired. Like I actually did feel um, for a couple moments that maybe I was coming down with something. Um, and I kind of had like that sluggish, you know, little fatigue feeling. Um, but it's kind of since gone away. But, um, so do you feel yeah, that the I, whole I, day or is it just the beginning of the day? Because I know I have had that too because it's you know, it's been cold, raining, snowing, and all that stuff. And the mixture has been making my allergies making me feel sluggish. But after like the first like three hours of being awake, then I get back to normal. I feel like okay, so like you know, daily rituals, right? You know, going to work, like I feel like the actual, um, when I'm up, up component, you know, shower, get ready for work, drive, all that, I'm pretty alert for the most part. Like, I'm obviously still waking up, but I feel pretty good. And then start off my day. Some days are maybe a period where I kind of feel a little also fatigued too. But I would say more times than not, it's surprisingly when I get home. Uh, even yesterday, per- and this, this is extremely rare for me. Who knows if. I don't even can't even tell you last time it's happened, but I actually started my stream yesterday, mm. and I only streamed for a half hour. I was just like I, I, I was I just felt tired. I just felt and I and I know I looked it too, like I kind of like saw. I was like, no, I my eyes are like, <laughs> it's like no, I can't do this. I still played, like I turned off the stream and I continued playing, but I was like dozing off in between cues and stuff like that. So like I just knew it wasn't like I, I couldn't stream that day. I just Way Didn't have energy still... to talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so like it was just really weird. But that's really been uh, other than that, it's kind of been status quo for me uh, during the week. Um, as far as game playing again, um, well, we all know it's all World of Warcraft, but um, I, I also rekindled um, some play with Octopath again. Octopath, uh, the mobile on, game. On the... On the phone, yes. Okay. Great question. Yes, back on the phone. Um, 
champions of the continent. They added uh, something new, right? An ultimate thing, like an ultimate technique. Yeah, I, I, I still even need to learn about it. They, they did a, quite a lot of push outs or rollouts because um, I did like fell off, right? Um, so there's a lot of like storyline stuff I could catch up with, which is fine because the way they rolled it out, like, I mean, you could really flip it in a matter of like probably like an hour, maybe even 90 minutes tops. So the fact that I kind of let it sit for a while, let it kind of pile up on me, which is kind of pretty cool. Um, but they also are celebrating their half year anniversary, which I always think is odd. But so wait for Squeenix to probably milk some monies. But um, but yeah, so I started playing that a little bit again, and uh, uh, also too, I'd be a little remiss not to mention this is the one year uh, or almost the one year anniversary of uh, Legends of Arceus, which kind of blew my mind. I was like, damn. That game feels older than one yeah. year. Like, I was like, what? One year? I thought that game was out for, like, freaking three years. What the hell? I, I think it um, feels longer because uh, Scarlet and Violet came out, making it feel like it's been that two-year break. Yeah, probably, probably. It does have an impact. I think the other part is, like, maybe because the game was released in January rather than, like, mid-year or, or, you know, before Christmas, like Scarlet was in Violet. So, I don't know. Because uh, I remember, I think we might have even talked, about, obviously this was pre-podcast, but about uh, it not being able to make the rounds for rewards and stuff like that because of the time. And, well, um, are you talking about Scarlet and Violet or Arceus? Because it actually Arceus. did make the round oh, and it, it was on the Game Awards for an award. Did I don't know pa- if it won. This past one? Yes. This, the, but, the not, one. but not the one before, I guess, is what I was getting. Oh, yeah, because it came out in January. So the year yeah, was already yeah, over. Cause, yeah, because it like, missed it out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, and then uh, as far as purchases, um, I actually made an impulse purchase. Drum roll, please, uh, for the benefit of those at home that uh, are, are listening audio and not uh, visually. But I made this impulse purchase of Mega Man, Mega Man X, X uh, from Eight Bit. And uh, just to actually hold one of these cartridges again, I think is <laughs> pretty, pretty freaking cool. So the question um, is, is that an actual playable cartridge or is it just a yes. display piece? Nope, it's actual playable cartridge for Super Nintendo. So if you um, if you pop the Super Nintendo in right now, it would work perfectly fine. Yes. And yeah. is there any like upscaling? Like like when I say upscaling, no. some like, you know, like Final no. Cartridge Cut? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just Base. direct port. So, so the, the, this is gonna now like scream like gambling, <laughs> but um, they I forgot how many of these they produced. Um, we'll we'll go with five thousand. Um, a thousand of them were actually like special translucent blue cartridges, mm-hmm. so like those are worth more money. So, but did, I just did you it. miss on the time frame, or did you not want to get that one? uh no they're still actually i think they're still available to be honest they didn't sell out the one that did sell out was they did a re-release of Mega Man 2 i believe and it was like a it was like a baby powder blue cartridge i don't think i would have bought that if i would have known about it but um Mega Man x i actually really 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 did enjoy yeah don't um, you also have it on the, like the ps4 and the switch like the I don't know, like the I, version. I've gotten quite a few of their anniversary versions that usually were collections, right? So they probably did have this game on it. Um, but I actually surprisingly have this on the PC as well on a CD-ROM. <laughs> oh, so this one really was one of my favorites. Um, and uh, re- reason being, too, another cool thing is like 
there's like a special way you could unlock Ryu's uh, Hadouken for Mega Man. And uh, I always thought that was fucking badass. So That's pretty cool. So wait, who made that again? Uh, 8-Bit? I think it was. Yeah, uh, I am 8-Bit.com or something. I'm going to look them up because I know recently... And you know, obviously, it's been a thing for a while, like limited run play Asia and all that stuff. You know, yeah. Making like di- like actual physical ports of digital games only, and then bringing them out. Supposedly, yeah. a lot of them, because you know they've grown in popularity. Some of them mm-hmm. are actually partnering with big stores. Like I know, limited run is now po- uh, partnering with Best Buy to actually bring their games instead of just being online to actual physical stores. Wow. But are they still going to be? with the mantra limited run but still just have x amount of physical copies at stores I'm or is it then so no longer it, it, the limited run see i'm a, obviously i'm just assuming because i just okay. seen it but i'm assuming it's gonna yeah. be like limited quantity for a certain time like you know how like uh mario 3d all-stars was supposed to be there for like six months and then they pull it i think mm-hmm. that's me ma- i think that's uh, how they might do it interesting but i don't know or they could be oh. an, another publisher like you know gamestop sometimes they bring digital games and only sell exclusively at their stores, but there's unlimited quantities. They just, uh, de- uh, not develop, but uh, produce it for them. Yeah. Like, I, I mean... publisher, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe you could correct me, um, but I, I felt like Limited Run and, like, a company like this, I thought they were more kind of created due to the indie scene, right? Because the indie scene didn't have that avenue to uh, mass produce. So they mostly sold their games digitally, right? But then there becomes this... Um, cult following and then these companies kind of came over like hey we'll we'll print your copy you know for whatever five thousand eight thousand ten thousand and do those limited runs which have now kind of gained popularity which i i, I actually and i'm sure you agree because we we've talked about this before you know i think it's really awesome because i think the physical aspect will never go away but it's definitely diminished over the years oh yeah so i think so i yeah, so I think this kind of gives, uh, dare I say, a little bit of a safe haven. Um, uh, well, yeah. One of the things that you know, Limited Runs does to do a good job of preserving physical media is that they don't just make the game. They usually give you like a collector's set where like it's like a map, soundtrack, or some kind yes. of like other little gadget. So they, yes. they make it a little bit more worth your while with the price. And also sometimes the physical media might be cheaper than the digital media, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that one is extremely bizarre. <laughs> Can never put a finger on well how the hell that happens. Yeah, like or whatever. I mean, even the fact that they're still the same price. I mean, that's another thing that really just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, like what was it? The Last of Us Part One. I was looking at it because you know, uh, you know, obviously the show and stuff like that. But I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, it's still seventy dollars on PlayStation. And I looked at GameStop, and I'm like, oh, it's thirty dollars. I'm like, why not just get it physically? <laughs> that just makes no damn sense. Yeah, and especially since, you know, it's a first party thing. Like, they, they have the, the right to cut whatever prices they want. They don't have to, like, pay the middleman. They're, they are the middleman. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I guess premium price is all the way through, like Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, we're like, you know, we're the ones paying for it, so we got no one to blame but ourselves, right? Yeah, but to be, <laughs> but also, like, to the fact, too, is like, you know, it's not just like normal games, too. Sometimes you get really lucky and look at clearance sections and you see, like, collector's editions that are, like, $300 for, like, $20. Like, I think I bought um, a Resident Evil 6 thing recently at GameStop for $15, and it came with, like, the full statue and everything. Holy mother of God. I would have bought that would not, and probably still not even play it. Yeah. I'm not sure if, you ever, um, if you've ever, if you been to GameStop recently, but you know how they have always, yeah, like, the, top the top shelf? No, yeah. yeah I, I've, 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 like, I was waiting, you know, for you to finish your point, because, yeah, I've 
gone and I've seen. And uh, it, it just kind of blows my mind. It's like, damn, like, I'm sure at the time, maybe people were struggling to get them. And now all of a sudden, like, they have an, uh, an excessive inventory of them. Like, what? Um, maybe I should start going just, but now here comes impulse buying. But, you know, just to maybe see if I score one or two. Um, like, I know the ones I've seen, like, they're, they're games that I, you know, definitely wouldn't play. And I'm not, like, fans of the franchise, so to speak. So it's like, you know, I wouldn't never buy them anyway. But... Um, but who knows? You know, maybe there might be one that like catches my like. Oh, no, that's a good package for a good price. Yeah, uh, like yeah, right I, now I, might be the good time too, because you know, obviously, even though digital is being pushed hard, um, physical media is you know because of collecting, trading, and all that stuff, it's making a rise again. GameStop is even taking older games. Like I've actually seen an X sixty four cartridge there. I've seen PS two games, PS three games on the shelves. Obviously, oh. it's a very limited selection every store. But mm-hmm. they're starting to have old games again, and I was very shocked about that. Like, I just recently bought um, Ratchet and Clank three, or the Ratchet and Clank collection for PS three, and mm-hmm. uh, the Amazing Spider Man Web of Shadow, or yeah, Web of Shadows, thirty bucks each. And obviously, this is gonna be the seller point. I bought them because I, they were cheap, and I sold them for seventy dollars. Okay. So I was like, fucking, the yeah. fact that I was able to go to GameStop, buy two rare old games, and actually flip them. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I mean, back to like. Even when that um, generation of games was like, you know, like water in in uh, GameStops, like it was still even just cool looking to find that diamond in a rough when there was a bunch of them. Like I remember, um, I mean, hell, like uh, with GameCube, right? If you found a Smash Melee game, you're like, holy crap! Or uh, going back to PS2, you found like that Marvel versus Capcom game, you're like holy shit! And that even back in those days, it was like, you know, you found a game you would flip because they were just so hard. But um but that's interesting. I wonder how they're what they're paying for those turn ins because like, you know, they're probably paying, like, been... minimal, super minimal. <clears throat> yeah, right? Because games have always known to, you know, fuck over those that are trading in games. So um like the only times or dare I say only times, but that they were extremely uh I don't even want to use the word profitable, but um is when they had those deals, like you know, you trade three any games and we'll throw in an extra fifty bucks or something like that. Mm. Uh, those were the rare times. It's like, oh, see Madden uh, 12, bye bye. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think that used to happen actually, and they started removing them from the list. No, they well, the, there's certain games obviously they do because people would benefit from that, but they still have mm-hmm. those pro day like uh powerpoints whatever you call it where you turn games in you get more points back they still have mm-hmm. that and people that's usually when i go look the most for games is that because all they get a huge in stock of games i'm just like looking through it and seeing what i can get <laughs> and you've gone to like um what is it called um uh, the retro game called? store huh are you talking about the retro game store i've never been to that one but i was gonna say what is it called not back um, in the game no um... What's the other one? There's another one that's semi-popular. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Is, is it closed now? Because I've been to, like... I don't think it's closed. I think there's actually one <clears throat> closed out close by me. Eh, whatever. But there's one that, that has... Uh, they mostly have, like, a ton of old games. They also have, like, Pops and shit like that, too. Um, I think well, there's one in Orland. If you can Orland tell me what the I... name is, because so far the only retro game store I've been to is back in the game, because uh-huh. it's all on the line. Uh, uh-huh. But I'd love to find more. Like it's just nice to go see older games. Oh yeah, now this store you you would probably uh, have a field day in, and, and maybe even to the point of like like you say about flipping games. Uh, 
Did you say disc replay? No, no, no. Okay, disc game. replay. Disc, disc replay. replay. Yeah. Okay. Check, check that one out. There's one on. I know there's one on Park. I don't know if there's one around me. I have to check. But uh, yeah, you'll um, you'll have a good field day there. All right. Well, I'm definitely gonna put that on my list. I might even go this weekend. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the, almost... the good thing about those, like, I mean, I'm not sure about disc replay, but like, an- I think another reason why I go to back in the games is because you know they also have like membership like GameStop, so they do where if you buy two pre-owned games, you get a third one free, and that's usually where you make the bigger profits. It's like, oh, that's three it. games. I'm like, that one's worth more. That one's worth more. I make my money back on this game, and you're mm-hmm. good to go. Yeah, I mean, they do have some knowledge, you know, like like. You'll find you'll see old games that obviously are marked up because because they know. But uh, like I could easily tell that you have a more vast knowledge that you could. I'm sure you'd find some stuff. They're like, yeah, they fucked up on this one. You know? <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> I I know I say this, and obviously I I play most of the games I flip or if I if or I buy like doubles so I can just keep one sell one. But <laughs> talking about like one of the big screw ups, and I wonder if they do it on purpose just to make it more enticing to buy because I feel like since they're game traders, they know what they're doing. But mm-hmm. I bought NCA four or yeah NCA fourteen college football, which I think sells for like a hundred and thirty dollars. I'm not sure if the price changed, but when I got it, it was selling for hundred thirty dollars. They had it on their shelf for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I, I even asked him because obviously, you know, I, I like to, I try to build good relations with them because I think they're a great store. So I asked him, like, do you know how much this goes for? Like, yeah, I don't know why we put it there, but it's $20. Enjoy. <laughs> I was like, OK, man, <laughs> I appreciate it. Interesting. That is interesting and funny. Yeah. Well, cool. So want to move on to topic one or you got anything else <laughs> um no i mean uh, the games i've been playing too is just world of oh, warcraft yeah, that's right. really enjoying yep. i'm talking about the flipping talk i've been making gold in that game loving mm-hmm. it it's actually brought mm-hmm. my joy back and i uh, also played the last oh, well not the last was speaking of zombie games uh the walking dead <laughs> yeah i'm playing that now, i know you were working on uh what was it like was it chapter two and you were going to work on three or was it four to five? I can't remember now. Oh, I already finished the whole game. Oh, but you finished it. Oh, okay. Cause I know you're working yeah. towards it. And, uh, and I was like, I was, well, I was going to ask how many different installments there were. Well, so oh. in every season, it's usually about, so there's like six or seven chapters in an episode, in an episode, but there's usually like five episodes per season. Um, okay. So yeah, I worked through all five episodes Okay. and got that done there's dlc i haven't done that yet and i plan on doing it mm-hmm. but usually it's five episodes per season and there's four seasons gotcha <laughs> gotcha okay and each episode give or take is about how long of a time run i mean you could definitely probably speed run it and do maybe like an hour and a half uh mm-hmm. i was doing more of the narrative driven approach where it took about two and a half hours okay that's nice yeah and do they like um have a lot of actual characters from the show integrated in it at all? Um, I well, I can't really say much for season three and four because I haven't played it. But I know season one had, uh, well, actually, sorry, season one had Glenn, and then they also made like a spinoff series from Michonne, and mm-hmm. so those two characters are actually in the TV series. But so far, from what I remember, those are the only two characters from the shows and the games. Interesting. Did they use their actual voices too? The real actors. That I don't know. I'm assuming not, but I don't know. Mm, interesting. 
But okay. uh, yeah, I mean, we can go to the last of us because I just want to bring up the, the Walking Dead just because I've just been in like a zombie binge this whole month. <laughs> well, Last of Us isn't really our first topic, though. Oh, you're right. It's Xbox Direct. I totally forgot I flipped <laughs> you tried, it. You tried really hard to segue in. <laughs> I totally forgot I flipped it. Um, okay. But have you uh, actually been, well, I know you're not really into Xbox, but have you heard of Xbox Direct? No. So it's actually funny. When I saw it on social media, I immediately thought like, oh, they have their own direct? Cool. And then, and you could correct me, but I thought I also would read this is their first one? Yes, they're, they're taking Which a page. my mind! I was they're, like, what? They're taking how a page they... out of Nintendo's book and doing the directs. Oh, but how is this? Like, it blew my mind when I read that. And I'm like, nah, that can't be right. I'm going to wait till you know, ask Josh. And you're confirming that, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay, if that's true, how did it go so long without doing something like this? Like, and then, and then to that point, like, I didn't know, and I don't mean to steal the spotlight from Xbox, but like, I didn't know then even Sony had their own version, and then obviously I know about Nintendo's because you know, I'm, as you say, I'm the Nintendo guy, so and uh, those are usually always, I shouldn't say oh, there's definitely been misses, but they're always. Uh, talked about and, and, and you know looking forward to, but uh, but yeah, so so that that's very interesting. Um, you know, uh, some of the other things I was reading, like unfortunately, it didn't sound like it was received well. Not that it wasn't received well. I take that back. That they didn't think it was done well. But I didn't read like a ton of reviews. But I mean, what, what do you want out of it? It's, it's the, for them to just showcase. That's what it is. It's a showcase. So, um, I don't know, maybe you could comment on that a little bit more and, and what your thoughts were. And, and uh, how long was it, by the way? It was like 30, 40 minutes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because that's kind of what Nintendo's are. So, yeah. So, going back, because I, I know the reason why you think they've done more before, because PlayStation mm-hmm. and Xbox have both done showcases. Because it was supposed to be like their substitute for like E3 and, you know, Gamescom and right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that's they've done game. Uh, shows or uh, mm-hmm. game cases, mm-hmm. but Xbox was like looking at Nintendo and looking how popular Nintendo Direct was. So they're like, "A, you know, let's show the fans what we were doing with Bethesda, and you know, kind of giving them like brief little summaries of what they're doing, like a ro- kind of like a roadmap." Yeah, and I think okay. that's why they want to do this, just just to show game development when things are coming out, and obviously surprises like Nintendo does. Mm-hmm. And um, for the majority part, I thought it was received well from people. Obviously. Mm-hmm. People are probably also. I mean, if there if there is a negative, I'm assuming they're probably looking at like a showcase because they're they're expecting like an E3 presentation when that's not what this not is supposed to be about. Not what intended for. Yeah, maybe maybe I was kind of the negative stuff that I was uh, reading about because of that comparison, which would make sense, but that's not the right way to go about thinking about it. So, yeah, and I I think this one was actually done pretty well. I'm, I have an article right here from Polygon just to show the games. Because they, I think they showed five games in this direct. Uh, mm-hmm. One was about Forza Motorsport Seven, I think it is. Another mm-hmm. one was Minecraft Legends. Um, they obviously showed more gameplay of Redfall, showing like all the stuff you can do, which I think probably still a show for them because everybody, well, a lot of Xbox fans are looking forward to Redfall. It's like a a four player co op zombie slayer exploring game. Um, they also had a thing called Hi Fi Rush. And I think the reason why Xbox wanted to make this one the biggest debut yet is because, you know, you probably heard the narrative that, oh, Xbox acquired all these studios, but are they really doing anything with them? That's, mm-hmm. That was a big fear for a while. 
And I think this uh, Xbox Direct kind of said that, hey, look, we bought Bethesda two years ago, and now we have some games to show for it, which is, you know, Redfall. We have Hi-Fi Rush, which no one was expecting because I think they kept it under wraps pretty well where they're like, there's no leaks. Tango Studios, the one that made, like, you know, The Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo, and they just had PlayStation exclusives. So they're mm-hmm. like, hey, let's use their developing powers, let's make a game. And then right when they announced it, they're like, hey, after the show, it's available. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like how Nintendo would do it, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so far it seemed really good, and obviously, you know, Minecraft Legends, Minecraft is a giant game. People are looking forward mm-hmm. to it. It seems like this might be their, like, Rust version, World of Warcraft version of Minecraft. Because it's mm. a massive open world experience. Every time you go win, it's a different experience. Uh, hmm. I don't know how many players it, there are. It, lo- it looked like there was over 100 on each team, but I could be wrong on that. Damn. But that looked like it was uh, pretty cool. And then obviously Redfall, seeing all the gameplay different, you know. It almost looked like they try trying to make Redfall an MMO, which it's not an MMO. With how massive the map is. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing the gameplay for that, it had me really excited because all these games are coming to Game Pass. So that means if you're a subscriber, you don't have to pay extra. It's just automatically included with your subscription day and date. Cool, cool. Now, did they also do like um, kind of like the miniature showcase with all the like uh, third-party developers to kind of give them a little what's coming? Because I know Nintendo does that as well. Uh no, not really. I, well, I think the the Xbox Direct is supposed to just be the Xbox exclusive studios only. I think that's why. I think if they're going to do like any indie stuff, it'll be like a more of like an Xbox showcase like they do for E3. Mm-hmm. But this, I think, is just for only Xbox studios like Bethesda. Um, what's it called? Oh, man. I for, they usually make like a lot of PC games like Age of Empires and all that stuff. It's, it's just for their first price studios only, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. So are they gonna do these? Are their intent to do a monthly or? See, because I know that Nintendo doesn't do a monthly. I mean, how they? I don't even think they really have a, a static release schedule. I think it's just when they feel they have enough content to reveal, like so you said, in a thirty-minute session, which seems seems a bit odd, but. Uh... I'm assuming it's gonna be whenever they have stuff because obviously yeah. this lineup, I think it was going towards till like may or july or something like that so i'm assuming mm. after that roadmap's done they'll probably do another one to show more uh, like like a quarterly maybe yeah just about yeah i, I mean oh, crap i think nintendo's really should be on the horizon I, I think it definitely has to be next month and people are extremely highly speculating a lot more zelda information um so um so yeah we'll see i, I always i always look forward to nintendo and unfortunately like you know to your point um, not an Xbox guy, but you know maybe I should go ahead and just re- you know watch this one uh, for the shiggles and uh, and watch them coming out forward. I mean, even though I don't own one, don't intend to own one, but just to be up to speed. I mean, thirty minute, thirty minutes, thirty minutes. And it's cool. I think there's always still a nice, cool sensation about watching reveals. I don't care what this, what the platform is. Yeah. Uh, it's just almost like sitting in the movie theater, right? Coming to. Like, like, that's the vibe and the feel I get, and I think it's a cool one, so. Yeah, and also you get a cool surprise, like, oh, hey, look at this new game today, and it's for free, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really think this also was an answer back to PlayStation, because obviously, you know, PlayStation people, they're like, oh, Xbox has all this stuff, but they have no games. I think Xbox really took that to heart. They're like, we have no games. Well, let's start making games. And I think this is, they're like, their equivalent of whatever PlayStation's doing, because let's be honest, 
even though I have both systems, I think consumer-wise, Xbox is better, but game-wise, PlayStation obviously wins currently. But recently, Xbox has been doing really well with their games, like High on Life, obviously, besides the Justin Rowland thing, that game's been received well. Uh, Redfall's looking really hyped right now. Um, from what I've seen, Hi-Fi, I haven't played it yet. I plan on playing it soon, but so far from the people I know and, you know, seeing Twitter, it seems like they like it because kind of like a mixture of, like, Sunset Overdrive and Metal Health Singer with, like, the beaten combo and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of nice to see some of these Xbox games actually being received well compared to just being crapped on. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give you somewhat of an opportunity to kind of sell me an Xbox. <laughs> Does, do they have, because obviously you know, most people know that may listen to podcasts, I adore RPGs. So do they have their own RPG with just Xbox? Does that exist? Well, it depends. Well, yes, they do. And I think it might sell you because obviously one, their new RPG is Skyrim or not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls because they bought that. But if you want to go back a little further, which is considered still probably one of the gold standards for RPGs is the Fable series. I have heard about Fable, yes. Wasn't that used to be Dreamcast? No, it was purely was Xbox. Fable? Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of Shenmue, my bad. Yeah, um, Fable was made Fable. by Xbox Studios, and it was only an uh, Xbox exclusive title. That's right, that's right. Yeah, no, I do recall that, and uh, I, I remember looking at it, and obviously it's very adored uh by by fans and uh it still it wasn't enough to push me over the ledge but uh but yeah that i, I do remember that one that's a that's a good one but but if you're not right. talking about oh, i'm sorry go ahead no 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 i, I was kind of done I, was, I i guess if i throw like an additional comment on that like you know got better say god forbid but like you know maybe microsoft does got to get a little nasty and play hardball and maybe throw more money like Squeenix's way or something and have them try to make something exclusive for them because, um, you know, that, that does, that does change the tide with, with uh, final fantasy and stuff. So see, the I fun- know they'll get it eventually, but that those time exclusives, man, like they are, oh, what they are. some of the final fantasy know. games are not coming to play, uh, Xbox. They're only exclusive on PlayStation. No time gate. It's just X- PlayStation only. Like, Final Fantasy VII well, so far has no actual time for it to come out. Like, they, there's, really? no, there's not even talks that's coming to Xbox. The remake never came to Xbox? Nope. And there's no rumors or talks that ever will. So far, it seems like it's locked on PlayStation. What? I thought, I swear to you, I thought that that was a time exclusive. So far, the only, I mean, Final Fantasy VII, the old one, is on Xbox? I'll, yeah, like, yeah. All that no, stuff, I'm but so... the remake is not on Xbox. Wow. Okay, is Crisis Core, do you know, is that one on it? Nope, that will not come to Xbox either. Holy mo- Okay, see, that's now that's a revelation to me. I, I swear to you, I thought remake was a time exclusive. 15. 15's on there, yeah. Okay. And then the rumors I... are 16 isn't going to make it. 16 might be a timed exclusive. I don't know about that because obviously it's not out. But so far, it's just PlayStation right now. If that changes later, I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. I was misinformed. Well, either way, time exclusive or not, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just, it kind of, you know, it does suck for them, 
you know, not have that huge IP um, part of their, I mean, they do, obviously they do a stellar job with what their library have, but when you got something like that in your back pocket, that, that, that's, that's a challenge. So, well, they're also having, I mean, I'm not see, and one thing that may shoot Xbox in the foot is that because game pass is so popular, they're trying to go for the universal route. There's no real reason to buy an Xbox if you have a PC because Game Pass is also on PC. So you have their whole yeah. library on PC yeah. as well. So the fact that they are, it's awesome that it's accessible to your point to shooting themselves in the foot because I have a PC. If I want to enjoy their whole library, I get it. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Because that's I don't why I said, well. I think there's any actual, no, Halo Infinite's on PC. I'm trying to think. Gears, <clears> I think Gears 5 might also be PC. I'm trying to remember if there's like any Xbox only games, but I think most of them are, or if not all of them are on PC as well. Gotcha. Yeah. How much? How much is that a year? Um, I, they might. I don't know if they changed it, but from what I remember, it's like fourteen ninety nine a month. Okay. And they they constantly well, update the game catalog every like every two weeks. So if you do, is there like an annual sub option? And if so, does it have oh, like probably. a little bit of yeah. like dollar savings? Like yeah, like if you buy like a year, you get like a you save twenty dollars or something like that. Yeah, so it's like a like a buck twenty or something. Yeah, maybe I should really take a hard look at it just for once again chits and giggles. Well, and also too, like you know, you're asking for RPGs and all this stuff. They recently yeah. just acquired, you know, well not well not acquired, but now on Game Pass. I don't know if it's on PC, but I know it's on Xbox. Uh, they've acquired the Persona series. I know you like stories like that. Um, they also have Final Fantasy games on there as well. Uh, fourteen, not four. Yeah, do they have fourteen? Like, I know they I have fourteen, 14 on it, but I don't know if it's on Game Pass. But I know they have fifteen. They have X one, X two, and some of the other Final Fantasy games on there. I still have X one, X two remastered on PS. I think what? they also have Final Fantasy VIII on there too, but it's the old version, like the remastered for like PS3 or two. Gotcha. I know people are clamoring for a, a now an eight remake, but oh, uh, dude, I would love that. I, I I know I call him Leon, even yeah. though his name is Squalus. And I and I could see why you would get him confused. Because <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts but... they call him Leon. They don't call him oh. Leonhart or Squall. They just call him Leon in in Kingdom Hearts. And I think that's gotcha. why. I know him as that name. <laughs> but um but yeah, if they were to do that I would definitely play it. Um but I, I don't really find a, a reason to um play the original at this point. But um but yeah, that's cool. Uh Xbox Direct. I'm I, I was just shocked to learn that, that that they hadn't been doing anything like that. So um kudos to them for finally doing it. I wonder if play I'm PlayStation has something similar. It's not called PlayStation Direct. It's like no, PlayStation I don't Show or something. I know it's like they release like a, a single like an, a single episode dedicated to one game only, like God of War, Forspoken, mm. whatever. I wonder if they're going to start taking the direct approach now that their Xbox is jumping on the Nintendo bandwagon. Because mm-hmm. I know they do like the weekly or the monthly blog, which I read because usually like introduces more games to, like PlayStation Plus or. Um, whatever's coming next which i think is great but to see like a video format of that would be cool too i i concur and they could just um, i don't know how xbox did their release but you know you just throw it on their their um whatever their um ps5 and four 
yeah, home screen and you know keep it up there for a couple of weeks and or even have a you know countdown going live thing you know make it an event yeah i mean like i said i, I i'm all for it I, I love the ideas and uh like i said i feel like most people love the coming soon aspect of it oh very <laughs> even if, much so. even, if it, even if it's like you know, like I said, like the way Nintendo does it, you know, they'll they'll obviously showcase their main ones, right? Their their main IPs, and then they'll have that like same two three minute period where they'll give a montage, right, of like a bunch of games and like uh, I think one that we watched back in um, shit, what was that? Probably September, August September, and they finally revealed the Octopath two and. You know, I was floored. So, yeah, I love it. I love that shit. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, another RPG, Octopath is also on Game Pass, too. Yeah, but I replayed it. Well, I know, but you get, like, the better version of it, though. You get the better version. No, 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 <laughs> But no, going back a little bit, because, you know, I've, I've talked about this before, but I wonder if this is also going to bring more competition as well, because, like, obviously Xbox and PlayStation have been competing with each other since, like, the beginning of time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I wonder if PlayStation is going to slowly bend to doing what Xbox is doing, where, like, obviously with this Direct, you see all these games, but it's, like, also including Game Pass. I wonder if PlayStation is going to do this now, where they do a showcase, but then it's also going to be, like, included with PlayStation Plus. So far, they don't do that. Mm. Which, business-wise, makes more sense, because they make more money that way. But consumer-wise, it'd be better the opposite way. Hmm. I think it goes... (sighs) Once again, once again, going back to greed and money, and then also to that line of thought of shooting yourself in the foot aspect. If you throw it like the convenience and, and the customer satisfaction of throwing it on their plus would be phenomenal, but now they're losing those dollars of forcing you to go out and buy a full retail game, right? It's one of those things like if it's working for them, why would they change it? Yeah. And, and until until I think they start seeing dollars lost then they might implement something like that just to get that up. And then at the very same time, they could still slowly take that away again. Like, yeah. you know, they, they have that luxury within themselves to do that. Yep, that's very true. Because, like, so, as much as, like, obviously, I, I think they're they're trying as hard as they can to milk it as long as possible, like oh, yeah, The Last of sure. Us, for example, like, I mean, obviously, they had the PS3 version. They had the re- the remastered version for PS4, and now the remake for PS5. I'm like, you couldn't include that with PlayStation Plus? You're going to keep it $70 and not include it with PlayStation Plus? I'm like, come on now. I don't like, even think they have um the uh, uh, remake or remastered on PlayStation Plus now that I think about it. They had two at one point, but they took it off. It was like a three-month exclusive period, and mm. then they just removed it from PlayStation Plus. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, not to defend... The price point, because the price point is ridiculous, first and foremost. But the fact that it even is higher, like, kind of makes sense. Because they, well, I can't even say it because I didn't play it. But like, when you say remastered, it wasn't a full remake then, right? It was just like I thought it was a remake. In a from sense. what, from what I, t- like, from like what the I... whole engine was rebuilt. Yes, like they added okay. better so... facial animations, they added better lighting, accessibility options, okay. but like. They had The Last of Us 2, so were they really putting that much development power to remake that stuff instead of just report, reusing old assets? Like, It's not like yeah. Final Fantasy 7, where they really had to actually make a new engine from scratch. They oh, kind of had a base already. But, and that's the kind of point that I was going to use here, is like, you know, yeah, that was, they're charging more, and that's wrong. 
because <clears throat> of you know what you just described right like the, the, the probably efficiency of being able to re, re, reuse an engine but at the same time they did re kind of not just remaster it but kind of rehash it out remake it similar to crisis core right but crisis core they only charged what was it 40 30 dollars yeah 30, like $40, they, yeah. i was floored that they yeah, that's a really big and, overhaul compared to the original. that was a huge overhaul from the original huge overall you're going from a, a psp to this but not only that the graphical engine of it even the play style of it a little bit so the fact that screen only charged that much i mean i'm not gonna actually physically applaud here but seriously i mean they kind of should be applauded a little bit for that um so, because uh, they, they could have easily sold that as a 60 70 dollar game as oh 100 well. but also I, I'm, I'm not saying that as, well I'm saying as a negative but also positive because mm-hmm. i'm glad they removed it but mm-hmm. so in the remake of the PS5 version of Last of Us, they removed the multiplayer. So they actually took away content, which mm. as much as that sounds like a negative, I'm kind of happy they did because I didn't want to play fun. the multiplayer for the trophies. Oh. Some people oh. love the, some people love that multiplayer. I didn't. So for gotcha. me, it's a positive, but for some people it might be a negative. Gotcha. But uh, they took away content and still added 10 more dollars on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's. But once again, they got away with it, right? And... Yeah. They made money, so they understood their market and who was going to pay. Yeah, so I, I am curious to see if this like puts a little pressure on PlayStation. It most likely it won't because I mean, let's be real. No matter what, mm-hmm. they're still going to be successful. But yeah. uh, I wonder if it's going to push a little bit of buttons here and there. I won't tell. So I guess we can move on to number two, which is still The Last of Us because it's it's such a big thing right now. Yeah, um, it's huge. And, and I guess even before getting to the actual meat and veggies of the topic here, and I, I, I don't know if you read this before we started our podcast, but it, I believe it just became news today, kind of fresh. Um, season two, Greenlight. Yeah, they were already officially like, casting now. and all that stuff. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, so I, I mean that some people were already saying it took this long. Well, sometimes it takes a couple episodes, but but yeah, I, I don't think there's any surprises there. Uh, the success is uh, um, just massive. I, I I did not. Did you get to see uh, episode two numbers at all? Because I have not. This is this is one of the shows where I don't care about the numbers. I'm just caring about oh, okay. they do good to the game. Gotcha, gotcha. So I mean, I wasn't necessarily caring either, but. Did we get to talk about the episode one numbers at all last week with uh Yes. With Joel? I, 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 you, I think you mentioned it. I, I forgot exactly what we said, oh. but it was like a huge spike in the first week and then I'll just repeat anyways. So I think it was the first uh night, first day, twenty four hour period. I think they got like four point seven million, which is only uh second behind House of Dragons, it was like ten million. So uh but it was their second highest all time for HBO. Right, and then I think the first five days they eventually got like ten million views, uh, so extremely well. I, I do not know what episode two did. I am now I'm a little interested to find that out because you know when we talked about House of Dragons all the time, we saw how every episode it just increased and it was just mind blowing. But um, but yeah, I did watch episode two. I uh, once again I loved it. Kind of though, my only um drawback is the fact that it was shorter than episode one <laughs> uh which is going to be a recurring thing going out and that's you know it is what it is um one thing I, I will say that i like um with both episodes and i'm i'm actually curious now come sunday with episode three if they're going to keep the same how can i put it um 
the same the same architecture for the episode and what i mean by that is like both episodes started with a little bit of a origin right Mm -hmm. before it actually went into the episode and i really like that uh and i could without knowing anything that's going to happen in episode three um i could kind of see them doing something similar with wherever the fuck it is they're ending up at like they could give them the little origin genesis story and then go back into joel and ellie um so if that's the format, like throughout the whole season, I, I think that'd be pretty cool. But um, obviously, that remains to be seen. Um, but our topic is uh, Last of Us show story changes. Um, for for those that can't actually see it, um, so the unique thing about uh, Josh and I talking about Last of Us uh, through through its season here is, uh, if you haven't already figured it out, I have not played it. Josh has. So, uh, so we, so this makes I feel like conversation very unique because he has obviously a very um, knowledge base and knows what's supposed to happen and is going to happen versus I did not. So, um, so let's go in here and have it, uh, Josh. What, what's your uh, story changes from one and two? So before we get into, it, I, I just want to say if you haven't seen episode one and two, um, yeah. spoiler alert. But we're only going to cover episode one and two. I'm not going to go any further than that. So. Uh, I'm only going to cover from episode one, two, and what the games cover leading up to that time period. So, for the majority of the part, I think it's done pretty well. I was actually really, really impressed with how they did the clickers and the little sneak scene uh, mm-hmm. with the zombies, because that's exactly how the game does it. But I was a little disappointed that, that they're making slight deviation changes. Like, for example, um, in episode one, where, you know, uh, what's his name? Robert, Bobby, whatever his name is, the guy that beats up Tess. And that has her, like, locked up oh, in the yeah, room. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. then you see him die just quickly off screen. Mm-hmm. They completely cut off a section. Obviously, I I know that they have to, you know, keep the story moving along. They don't want to go too far. But mm-hmm. I feel like they remove some aspects of the show that kind of builds character relationships together and mm-hmm. how you go forward. Because, like, right now, The Last of Us feels like it's like a Hobbit movie where it's just all journey no action which kind of sucks i'm obviously you got the cool clicker part which i think they did a fantastic job Mm -hmm. um but in the last of us games there's a lot more human fighting than there is zombie fighting Mm. and it's almost like they removed that and i don't know why they did that Mm. because like with um episode one at the very end where ellie joel and tess were leaving the fedro hq or mm-hmm. QZ or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, there's in the game. There's actually a huge section of the game where you're actually sneaking past the soldiers, mm-hmm. and then leading to episode two. That's where they catch up to you. Instead of mm-hmm. Tess dying by zombies, she actually mm-hmm. has to have a standoff with the soldiers instead. Gotcha. Um. I mean, obviously, I have no answers as to why they deviated. Right. Um. So, like. You obviously know they deviated, and your um, how can I put it? Your thoughts on that is you don't like it. I don't because I feel like they. I mean, obviously it doesn't have to have action, but I feel like there's too many down periods in the game in the, in the show where it's like mm-hmm. just talking, mm-hmm. and that's kind of boring to me. I don't want. Actually. Obviously, it doesn't need to be like a John Wick movie or show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I feel like they could add more action with the humans, which they've completely cut out because one of the things that you know, kind of showcases more about Joel's character is mm-hmm. he's kind of brutal towards other humans. He's mm-hmm. killed, he's, you know, stabbed, tortured, and Which you is, don't see that right now. 
Well, I mean, you got that one part where he, he beats up the soldier, punched, yeah, punched him to death. But that's like a very uh, tame version of what happens in the game. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I, I, I dare I say, I only assume that's probably still going to happen. But once again, we don't know, right? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have the answers. I hope, um, you know, with it being a new show and 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 not knowing its potential success, you know, we don't know what budget restrictions they had right like you know you you talk now that that the first scene with the guy right uh whatever his name was like that's something that to your point could have probably easily been done they already had the guy casted they showed him fortunately had a scene and a half right because there was one speaking scene and one while you're lying there dead scene so that's something they probably could have done versus the one that you talked about with um going um not through the museum, that's after the museum. Wherever the hell the, the like you said, the the federal people were at. Um, was it federal people or the fireflies? So, it, sneaking out, it was a Fedra, because um, I think there was like a fight between the fireflies and Joel, and then Fedra obviously came in. They kind of mentioned that in the first episode, like, Fedra's going to close in, in on us in five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. That's why when they were leaving the, yeah, and then yeah. when they were leaving the QZ, you could see like helicopters, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because they were searching yeah. for them. And gotcha. they completely cut out that searching part okay i thought you meant <clears throat> at the end of the episode that was also feds hmm? no oh yeah at the end, the end of, of the episode, episode for episode one it was federal yeah. yeah no 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 two. Oh, where, where yeah yeah tess... episode two where tess dies it yeah. wasn't zombies that killed her it Correct. was so uh, so so like so like that yeah so like that well that doesn't make a lot of sense either because they saw they cast people being zombies yeah versus well soldiers you would have to prop them up with all the gear and weapons and stuff. I don't know. Like I, I, you know, here I am, you know, playing devil's advocate, you know, trying to figure it out, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, cause like, I know you, how you mentioned earlier about budget, like there's yeah. a couple scenes, like, you know, when El, uh, Joel and Tess were going underneath the sewer and they see that zombie on the wall, there's mm-hmm. actually more to that, but I understand mm-hmm. that because, you know, like if you look at the two clickers that they showed before in episode two, like how mm-hmm. detailed that was, that probably cost yeah. a lot of money just to do the makeup and all that. So yeah. I understand why they're not doing more of those zombie scenes because it probably costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But, and, and that's why I understand that part being cut out, but with the human soldiers only just having like a fast on, I feel like that wouldn't have cost too much to actually shoot that scene. Gotcha. Because like same thing with them going through... um Obviously, they did the museum part, which I think was fantastic, done really well. Like oh. the clickers in the show were exactly like the video games, but they also versed more zombies uh, in the hotel ter- hotel area and all this stuff. And like right. I said, that won't pass because budget. But why the humans though? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I think that would be a fantastic question to obviously ask the producers, right? Uh, like all the different deviations. I mean. They they claim right, and we we talked about this at nauseum too. You know that they weren't going to deviate, um, but you know here you are. You know bringing up some of them. Um, you know I'm sure they have their reasons. Um, I, I mean me personally, like, I think that's where you become a hard. I'm not, I'm not saying it to blame you. You know you would be a harder critic because you've experienced it this way and you were passionate about experiencing it this way, and now you're seeing it done this way. Versus me, it's like I don't know that way. I just. I'm just loving it, right? Like, I think it, I would have never known, right? It just, it all made sense to me, right? Um, so I think in that line of thought, as long as it's still making sense, then, you know, 
dare I say who cares? <laughs> but but I know you do. But like you know what I'm getting at. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But like, but the I, th- I think another thing too is th- like unless we- unless that uh, I'm sorry if I could just get this last point out. Unless that actual scene like really really ne- I know this might be hard for you to answer. Unless that scene really needed to go that way because it has an advert effect to future things, then I kind of get it right. But I don't. But that's things I don't know. So. And, and this is what confuses me about ep- like the final part of episode two, where Tess mm-hmm. is you know trying to light the thing and blow up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. The zombie kisses her, which I thought was weird because I don't think in any of the games has any infected ever did that to any human. So it's kind of gotcha. weird to see. I mean, obviously it makes a little sense that the fungus is trying to connect and infect, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but why the kiss aspect? Yeah, I was trying to think of what that <laughs> reminded me of. That reminded me of like some other Resident Evil, where the tentacles go into uh, uh, Jill's did, mouth. <laughs> did that? Did that happen? I was trying to remember. Like it sounded, it it looked very familiar to me, but I can't remember what. Um, maybe I'll come clicking in my mind later. But um, I mean, once again, it, I'll, I'll admit it did look weird. Yeah, it was kind uh, of weird. <laughs> but um, like. Once again, I like kind of dare I say understood it. Like the 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 reason why I also too liked it is like going back to the 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 zombie um, theory and how it's supposed to work and how it dare I say how it has to work. Like it doesn't have to always work with the fucking bite and then it spreads through a bite. So that's why I kind of like somewhat appreciated it because it was different. Um, um, as awkward as it looked, <laughs> different. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, like, um, once again, you know well, how it spreads a little bit, maybe differently, but, um, I, I, I'll probably now that you out, mentioned but... it, it, it kind of makes a little bit sense because they cut this part out. You're not going to see in the shows and I know you don't care about the games, but in, in the games, another way to get infected is not just a bite. It's a respiratory thing where if you go into a room like the sewers, if you see spores in the air, you have to wear a mask so you don't inhale that. If you inhale it, you're going to turn. Yeah. And I wonder if that's what the kiss is supposed to be, where it could be respiratory as well. Yeah. I, why did I... Where did I hear that? Or I thought they did make a slight mention. No, they did. They, they, they did it because they didn't want the, the actors wearing masks. The uh, live sports versus the dead sports, right? That's why they keep, they tested by banging on... Yeah. On, I guess if you want to call it the vine or whatever, which once again I think is is a cool concept. It's actually quite scary, scary concept that they were all the way over there and you happen to touch their connection and it gives gives away your your location. That's that's fucked up. I, I and I think this is why because that also doesn't happen in the games either. Okay. It, they don't connect it like that and that's mm-hmm. a unique thing to the show. But mm-hmm. I think they're doing that because they're not going to show the spores in the air because they. So I suppose the reason why they don't want to do it is they don't want the actors to wear the mask because it'll muffle the noise and all that stuff and wouldn't be good for viewership. So I think that's why they're making the vines act like a nervous system. And mm-hmm. I think maybe that's a substitute there is that instead of doing spores, you're doing the vines mm-hmm. instead. So so as a video game player, do you like that concept? <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's cool. But on the other hand, the spore, like the inhaled spores, also adds to Ellie's character because, mm. you know, it's, it, you know, not you know, she's immune to it right now. So she has to hide the aspect that she ha- she puts on a mask to pretend she's mm. normal, but really she could breathe okay. in. Everybody else has to wear masks. So it kind of takes a little bit of the character there, but is a huge thing. I, I wouldn't say really, but 
it also it adds to the character. So I don't know if I really like it or hate it. I think I'm just neutral at this point for that. Gotcha, gotcha. Probably need to see more to come up with that resolution. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, once again, I may dare I sound fanboyish, but I, I'm loving it. Um, you know, it's it can't wait for three at plus Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman's fucking awesome. Love Nick Offerman. Don't get so, him in a lot of things. So you spoiled I, it for yourself. I'm not going to mention anything about it, but the no, fact that you know now you know who's casted as who is hilarious. Well, I don't know who he's casted. I have no idea who he's playing. I just know that hey, that's Nick Offerman. <laughs> I like me some Nick Offerman. I can't wait. So do you, do you do you like him from Parks and Recreations or something else? I've never watched that show. Where where have I seen him before? I George mean, Lopez show. Um, no, I mean I've seen him like as a guest on Conan, I guess, <laughs> but like. But no, there has to be something I've seen him for that I liked him. I just can't fucking remember. But I think I think he's a pretty, pretty awesome actor in his own right. And he's also and funny too. Funny and I don't. I makes it makes me want to Google this. But is he also a Chicago guy? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know about that last part. But uh, yeah, I, I I could dig some Nick Offerman. So I'm looking forward to that and seeing what role he plays and all that good stuff. So. So going back to the story changes, yeah. which I think this is a great addition. I know Neil yeah. Druckmann was throwing shots at Game of Thrones saying they weren't going to deviate, which yeah. I think that's a horrible idea because there's some things you have to deviate on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do, like you said earlier, the additions of like the origin stories of like you know the mm-hmm. scientists talking about fungus and how it could evolve, yeah. and then yeah. with episode two where mm-hmm. it, you know, like I was saying before, in the in the games, obviously it's mm-hmm. not told to you in your face; you have to read the collectibles. Mm-hmm. But the fungus spread from like wheat and crops. Mm-hmm. And they show that in episode two. Yeah. Which I think and, is and, awesome. Yeah, exactly. And um I mean I mean I wouldn't have known that, like I said, but I, I just like let, let's talk about that whole sequence uh, for a moment here. Like so like you said, it was it's like loosely referenced in the show. I'm sorry, in the show, in the game, not in your face like how they did in the show. So with that said, like that whole beginning part was that all told through like like you said like the files that you would find and stuff. Yeah. So they told you it originated in said country, said way. I don't think they, they said bought, Indonesia. They... I think they just like like it was like a newspaper and it said uh-huh. scientists discover new fungus on crops or whatever wheat, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. that's that's how it kind of like goes forward. Yeah, yeah. But of course, I when I read this it was like 2013. <laughs> gotcha, so gotcha. my memory on that is very faint, but I I know it came from collectibles in the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, like like I said, I, I I definitely loved I'm loving that format and whether or not we get something similar in episode three will be interesting, but uh but uh that's that was really cool. Also, um this is might be something I missed, so maybe you can answer for me. Going back to Tess, was she already bit or did it happen in the museum? It happened in the museum. Oh, okay. And that's where they... But they just didn't even show it, right? Yeah, which is the weird part because it was like a big deal in the game. Like, she goes off, she gets attacked by a couple of them, and then that's where mm-hmm. she gets bit. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, the freakout scene is pretty much what happens. Mm-hmm. But instead... For some reason, I remember her shooting herself in the head. But then mm-hmm. I remember that after looking at the game again, I'm like, oh, she had to stand up with the soldiers. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that that she got infected in the museum. Gotcha, okay. Because I was... <clears throat> Little wondered by that. I was like, well, well, no. If she had it for that long, that she probably would have turned already. But, uh, but yeah. But that's what I was thinking too. Maybe if she did have it before, that's what made that 
scene more impactful when she started then more realizing that Ellie could be some sort of, you know, savior in this. And that's why it was it was hard for me to kind of put it together. I'm like, well, did it happen? Or did she already have it? She was hiding it for that time? Like, that bitch? But, like, you know, <laughs> so, like, you know, I wasn't too sure. But you said it happened in museums. So, okay, got it. Back. Um, also, also to go on too, because I, I want to say this before I forget, and I, I want to hear other people's opinion on this because it's a pretty big change, and I don't know like why they did it and if it has a significance later. But the date that the world ended wasn't two thousand three; it was two thousand thirteen in the game, and it happened. I think it was October third or twenty nine. They keep referencing two thousand three, right? Yeah, and then the other part is the present day takes place in our actual current year of 2023, which I'm like, I know that probably doesn't happen in the game, but probably maybe it does. You know, maybe they really said five years ago and they chose this year. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting, but like, once again, for me, the context behind that was just like, eh, you know, they're kind of just dates. <laughs> well, but, that's what I thought too, oh, is oh, that oh, it was just a date, but the fact that they yeah. changed it from the game to the show, now I'm starting to wonder if there's a significance I, to that. I if 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 I may just pull something out of my ass and create significance, um, maybe it's just to lure people in uh, a lot better because of COVID, right? You know, we just got through COVID. It's this year. Use the real year. Um, like I, I kind of see it as a luring tactic. So it's just to uh, correlate with current events of actually being like a significance with the story. I that's my line of thought. Um, but. Once again, I'm just pulling that out of my ass. Um, I mean, really, that probably may, uh, that's most likely why they did it. Yeah, it, it sounds like something that could be could make sense, and then and I think it's a dare I say, I think it's a good tactic, right? You know, um, especially the way they sold <clears throat> that spread, right? Like, you know, you got you got COVID still fresh on people's minds, and how it like you said spreads airborne, and and, and people are still um, worry about climate change and getting warmer and all that stuff. So. Right? They like they're adding a lot of real life elements to that, right? Yeah, and uh, and I, I think that's really what lures people. Even uh, excuse me, lures people in, and I I guarantee you, uh, probably like Google searches of uh, what is it called, cordyceps, 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 cordyceps. I'm sure people are searching the fuck out of that lately more. I mean, and... because it's a real thing where there's no, no actual no, we, like medical it, like deterrent. It, it, it's a fungus. Exactly, and that and that's I think that what adds the layer of scariness to it, right? Because like you know, there's people out there like probably even freaking like, oh my god, it just could really happen. Like, I mean, that's why they're afraid of uh, of HIV mutations as well. Because and if an HIV mutation gets airborne, we're all fucked. I yeah. mean, it could happen with a lot of different viruses. I mean, hell, it did happen with COVID. COVID mutated a handful of times, if not more. Mm. So. In reality, is it a scary thought? It is. Do, is it something we normally think about? No. But when you bring it to light, as is a, a, a possibility, yeah, it's a possibility. God forbid if it happens. But I, I just think the people that did this research, because obviously this, you know, the game happened in 2013. That's when they made it or released it. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, I, I can't remember the exact date, but I know there was like this whole thing about like like 2012 where they're saying you know people eating faces and it turns out it's bath salts and they're looking at zombie seahorses and all that stuff. I wonder if yeah. that's what inspired the game is that they're showing all this information in the news beforehand. They're like, also, hey, this is a very interesting concept. Also, I think Ebola might have been going oh, on yeah. that time. Yeah, Ebola was happening too. Yeah, yeah. So. um so yeah, um, 
oh man, I don't know what else to add right now, but um trying to think if there's something else that you know I could bring to light with the shows, but uh um yeah, I mean I'm I'm just enjoying it, man. You don't find like the whole just only talking, very little action, not boring? Because I think maybe because going from the game, playing it, seeing a lot of action, I think that's what's throwing me off. No, that doesn't bother me, man, to be honest with you. Um, Hasn't bothered me yet. And and it's weird that I say it because obviously I like slow stuff like Lord of the Rings, and that's all about journey. For some reason, when you play the game with a lot of action and then only seeing the journey part, it's kind of weird. I think like like I and I think I mentioned this a little bit last week on last week's episode where the 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 part that I really like is is the fact that despite the spread aspect of it, but they gave you the origin story up front mm-hmm. and, and and didn't no gray area versus other zombie type apocalyptic shows. Where they keep it vague and they try to build. They on keep it. it vague or a secret, or they're not even concerned about letting you know because maybe they don't know or they're afraid it's going to suck who knows (laughs) um but i really appreciate that and i like that and and i think that's really the part that kind of like really lured me in but that's just my my perception my opinion probably doesn't work for everybody but um like the scary factor there isn't there for me at all like i think i i had more uh i wouldn't say jump scares but i think i had more like scary moments in walking dead than yeah. I did in this show so far. Like, the I, clickers were, were fucking amazing, don't get me wrong, but I, for whatever reason, I wasn't scared by them. I, I think I, that's the difference between, like, The Last of Us is, like, you know, I think the reason why people like it so much is because it's not meant to be, I mean, obviously there's horror aspects to it, but it's more of the narrative that grabs you than any scary part. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. why, you know, people aren't watching it for, oh, the zombies, because it's mm-hmm. just there to build upon the world, not actually to scare you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's definitely suspenseful, right? Um, and then the drama's there, but uh, not saying I'm looking to get scared and horrified. Um, but um, but yeah, they they got me lured in, I guess, with the Ellie story, right? I mean, as as reoccurring as they've used that theme and other things, like it's still still drawn me in. Like I gotta know now. Um, and yeah, I don't know, just anything with Survivor part, really. You know, it's kind of really cool. And um, looking forward to see where it goes. So I, I know you haven't played the games, but <clears throat> one of my main concerns going forward is obviously they, they're making deviations. That I mean, so far they're they're doing the best they can. I, mm-hmm. I rate this like a seven, eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm concerned that um, they're going to run out of story really fast, or they're going to force it. Because obviously you said season two is already in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and also recently, PlayStation or Naughty Dog announced that they're completely abandoning the Uncharted series yep. and they're only focusing on The Last of Us and going full force on The Last of Us 3. I don't think that's true either. I don't think that's true. Well, they officially think... abandoned Uncharted. They, that's what they no, said. No, that, no, no, that part's true. I, I apologize. Yes, you're right about that part, but the go full force on The Last of Us, I don't think that part's true. I don't think they're... Unless they're just trying to swerve, but the last things I was reading about was... They're not a hundred percent sure now because remember last week I brought this yeah, up. Yeah, they, they're, they're probably going to chop about... it after three. Huh? That they're probably going to chop it after three, maybe move do something else. No, that so it, it's amazing what it changed in just one week time frame. Last week they were pretty much sold that they were going. They said they had more 
story to tell. They didn't really say they were making it, but they had more story to tell. Now this week they're saying they're there's double back on that, like, yeah, there's more story to tell, but they also said they're content where it ended. Hmm. If, if that's the case, man, that which that'd yeah, be really I'll, I'll find the article and I'll share it with you. Um I, I when I read that I was like, oh man, I'm just getting into this. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that'd be I, man. If they're gonna do that, they should end it with the first one because the second one. Not nope, saying anything. Say I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying like the Last of Us two, they can't end it there. I feel like, yeah, they just can't end it there. <laughs> yeah, I, that that's what I read, and I was like, oh man, like, like what the hell happened in one week? <laughs> so, uh, but to, now now to go co-sign with you and Joel last week about your concerns. Well, now I could see them because without even knowing anything, right? Because here we are, uh, you know the the script, right? And you know the timetable. So by episode by episode, you you see your progress bar with the game, right? So uh, with it, if it is only going to just be a two-game series and the show only is going to cover that, A, that would suck. But B, if they deviate and go past it, which you guys didn't want. Well, at this point, uh, if they... To stop it at The Last of Us 2, they need to deviate because they're uh, what Neil Druckmann was worried about is having a season eight issue. They would have a season eight issue if they did that <laughs> for yeah. Game of Thrones. So, so, so let me, I guess, riddle me this, Batman. Um, let's say it gets confirmed. Naughty Dog says, Nope, Last of Us is done too, and they go through this show and they do more. Where would you stand on that? Are you saying, like, you know, they're not going to make any more games, but they're going to continue after the story of Last of Us 2 making the show? I'd be happy with that, because if they just ended it at The Last of Us 2, that would be a really huge issue. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, I mean, once again, that kind of saves a lot. Time will tell. Um, Yeah, because, like, my my worry wasn't, like, if they were going to deviate, you know, mm -hmm. from the, like... If if they're gonna build past the game and the game is gonna come up, if they're gonna completely cancel their game and they just build on the show, I'm fine with that. But it would be like that catch up period where the game third game's not out, but they gotta make yeah. the third season. That'd be my issue. Gotcha. But, gotcha. But if they cancel, so I'd, as... I'd be fine. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. I, I I can't wait till that time point happens so I can talk about it because like once you get to that point, you'd be like, you understand why I'm saying what I'm saying because like. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. I, I I I believe you wholeheartedly, no doubt. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's another comp to that, but uh, I guess one. Well, not apples apples comparison, but did you watch that um, that remake of the Thundercats show that was like an anime? Did I have not, but I heard it was good. Yeah, I think I might have it on Blu-ray. I'll see. Maybe I can let you borrow it or something. Uh, but yeah, that was only one season, and it was fucking great and same thing it just you know ends and it's like you can't do that yeah <laughs> but you know it happens that's, that's the thing with shows <laughs> that you know get really good but they might not have the viewership to support a second season because like mm-hmm. i know we talked about in like three episodes ago about netflix canceling shows because we were talking about like even though it was perceived well there wasn't enough viewership to you know justify the budget and that's why they were canceling it yeah and unfortunately that's what happens to mostly shows that they are received well just the viewership isn't there to support it yeah, I was. I you maybe the article popped up on my timeline again, and I was probably gonna tag you after you liked it. One of those situations, <laughs> yeah. I saw it, and I was about to, but then I didn't. 
but yeah, I, I saw that too about the Netflix cancellations, and it's like, and they kind of explained that. I was like, oh, this is perfect for Josh. Yeah, because like, um, like I was telling you, I like I liked eighteen eighty eight. I thought or eighteen ninety nine. I thought it was good, yeah. and everybody else seemed to love it too. But mm-hmm. then they're like, nope, done. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. But then they're like, the it just the budget versus viewers, it just wasn't working out. That's why they had to cut it. Yeah, I mean, like I guess another one for me would be. Um, I mean, I think they tried to end it, but but I also has a soft spot in my heart because I actually was uh, a background actor on it. But the the show, The Boss. Oh, I thought you were gonna Kel- say uh, cheapskates. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not that one. No, that one. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> no, no, the show "The Boss" was only two seasons. It was a, it was on Stars and it uh, and it starred no pun intended, uh, Kelsey Grammer. But it was pretty much uh, the quick synopsis is uh, Kelsey Grammer's Chicago mayor. So it was kind of like a politics drama show. But I, I enjoyed it, even though, like I said, I don't, I only watched it because I was on it. Otherwise, I probably never would have watched it. But when you say you're um, no. on it, were you only on it for like a brief second? Were you actually on it for oh, multiple yeah. episodes? Yeah, no, just like like here's 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 a screen. There, I was on it. Uh, no, I was I was just a background. I was just a background actor. I was uh I was typecasted as a, a as walker. a boom as a boom operator for one of the news stations. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show me a clip of that because I seen I seen the Chiefs one. I'll watch that one just to support. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't sport. gone more full force like do freelance acting on your spare time like the weekends or whatever. Ah, man. Because I know you yeah, tried, I... you did you did the skits and all that stuff, and you were going for it, but then you kind of gave up on it. And I know yeah. you also did story rights as well, and you gave up on that too. Yeah, I gave up on a lot of things in life. <laughs> you might need to bring your passion back. Well, I mean, it, it was a passion for that time period, you know? The passion You're over changed. it. You're like, I'd rather watch and be act. <laughs> no, but... um. But yeah, so like, you know, but back to the point was like, that was only two seasons. And, and I thought, personally, I thought it was pretty good. And then, nope, we're done. We're, you know, probably to do with viewership, of course. But in Stars, does Stars even still exist nowadays? They probably do. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Stars was the uh, very, very ugly stepchild of HBO. So it's like, you know, it's never really got any notoriety. No, I, I think they were like the second competitor. If you're going to say like the stepchild to be like the Showtimes or something like that. Would it be Showtime? Yeah. I always thought maybe Showtime was still even above stars. And then <laughs> you have the twice removed cousin, which is Cinemax. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Damn. Cinemax, all, all those are still there. They all are there and now they actually bundle them together where it's like you pay like... Seven ninety nine, you get like stars, Cinemax, and all that stuff. Which, as much as I bash those shows, they have a lot of old good movies on there that they always replay. Like you know, Blade was on there, and I sometimes I watch that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's. Uh... <clears throat> but we'll see. But before um, we move on from The Last of Us, sure. um, yep. if they if they did not, obviously you probably wouldn't care if they didn't make a third game. But how would you feel if they cancel the third game but continue with the story? Oh yeah, I, I would I would support it. I'd be in favor for it. Because um, at that time, it'll be all fresh. I guess not. They were saying not that it matters. I think it would matter though, is depending on who they would keep around to assist with that, right? If that matters, because I think it does. But now, like, would it? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying because like I, I think currently, don't they have some sort of like help or direction from Naughty Dog? Well, yeah, Neil Druckmann, the guy that actually directed yeah. the games, is yeah. on the show, too. Yeah, so, like, you know, hopefully he would still be on, and I don't know who else he might have on board with him. But if you got the the, the same people, then cool. 
So before we move on, I, I'm doing this for fun because I want to hear what your your predictions are. Since I already know, uh-huh. who do you think like what do you think is going to happen in season one, and well, I, who do you think is going to keep going? Who do you think is going to not make it and all that stuff? Who do you think is going to be added to the show, like character wise? Oh fuck. Um, like, do you have any predictions of like what's going to happen? Well, I, I, my large gut says Joel eventually goes. Um, and Ellie, dare I say, has to survive because she's the, dare I say, savior in all this. But who really knows? Um, adding people, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it's a survivor thing. I'm sure they're going to make friends along the way <laughs> to help them get from point A to B and then B to C and C to D. They probably got fucked people over and, and during those times as well. Um... A part of me, just because these, this is what happens with TV shows. The Fireflies thing is all a ruse, and they're probably bad guys at some point, or are the bad guys. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna say like if those things happen, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess is kind of what I'm getting at, right? Um, yeah. What is 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 Biden gonna be in it or something? <laughs> oh, Biden, Bush. Um, I think. Harry Tubman's going to be in there at some point. Okay, good, good, good. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 um, I guess those would be some points that dare I say I would expect or not be surprised by. Um, oh, what, what's um, I forgot. I guess another notable mention was um, Joel's friend. Right? Is that his real brother, or they just call him? They just call each other brothers. If you're talking about in real life, they're not brothers in the show. They're no. actual brothers. Oh, and show no, not not really. Yeah, Tommy and, and Joel brothers. brothers in the, no, in oh, so in the show, they're actual brothers. I'm sure there's some discourse there. <clears throat> um, as you know, Joel, they paint it like Joel really misses him and is is obviously concerned, right? But there's probably an ulterior motive there, and why they aren't together anymore. Like, come on, what, what happened? Um, so yeah, that's probably another thing. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll go with that for now. I think for two episodes worth of stuff. I think in the future, I'm going to ask you again to see how your predictions change, because obviously I'm not going to say yes or no to any of them, because I want to just, I want to see what you think. Um, I think you're going to like the show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely think, um, Damn, when did when did Walking Dead debut? That had a debut a long time ago. Really? I thought it might have been a little bit longer. But anyway, so with that line of thought though, like I feel like, you know, newer or more recent things get inspiration from older things and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think like Walking Dead probably does have a large influence in this game. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why I I think some of those things, right? Uh I mean you look at like the story arc. With like Norman Reedus's character, <clears throat> excuse me. With um, wow, why am I brain finding his name? Daryl. Daryl, thank you. Um, and his story arc, like through the first few seasons, were just you know amazing. And like you legit, pretty much hated the guy initially, right? Straight up racist asshole and everything. And then he turns Wait, no. into. You're you're thinking about his brother. Daryl was I never mean, racist. He kind of was a little bit with him. Uh... 
don't know. I no, you're thinking about Merle. It. Merle was no, the Merle, guy you hated. But 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 but, but Merle, yeah, him too. But then he also had a redemption story as well. Oh yeah, Merle had a great so, redemption story. But Daryl yeah. never had that hatred. He was just neutral. He was just watching his brother. And he was like, obviously he's my brother, but he's an you know an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. Anyways, like you know, they they did really good jobs with story arcs right there, right? Like. They weren't really the fan favorite. You you had animosity towards them, and then they become American. Well, no, they were definitely the fan favorite because Daryl was not in the comic books. Oh, I know that much. I know too. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, with that said, like I I, I just feel like sometimes, uh, new IPs kind of get influenced from other ones. And yeah, that's kind of why I think that way. Okay. So I guess moving on to number three because I. This is my my next talk. My conversation is going to carry over to this one. So that's another area of video game adaptations. Obviously, we're talking about Last of Us potentially canning more things or potentially being canned itself, moving on to other stuff. Um, it seems like a lot of other, not just PlayStation, but every other thing is starting to adapt more of their video game franchise into either movies, TV shows, or animes, which I think is unique because the last time we've seen an explosion this big was from like. 1997 to like 2004 <laughs> um and just in the video game market yeah yeah I, I i would really have to like sit down and like create or find a list but like we both uh for 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 the for audience that doesn't know we kind of both in a sense pitched this topic but in maybe different matrixes like my line of thought with this was um boosting sales and video games yeah so like so it it, another thing we didn't talk about in the previous topic that kind of carries over is you know obviously with the last of us being successful as it is not only as a tv show but it's been super successful for sony and the revenue uh is making from the video game sales so where i started thinking was and i don't know what games i didn't really even think about what games could possibly enter the fray in this category but it, it makes me wonder if maybe um the video game companies themselves might even try to go out and, and partner up or try to sell and pitch their their things to be adapted well to, i i, I could tell with, you with, that with the with the thought to increase game sales which to me it would be a very 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 high risk high reward scenario but if if they're going to start getting better it may work so th- too bad you're not into anime cuz there's actually mm-hmm. a show that did this before and i i know i talked about it before and i think um we may have had john on or some we had we probably had a guest on mm-hmm. but i mentioned cyberpunk edge runners Mm-hmm. How the Cyberpunk 2077, the game, how it didn't do so well because of all the glitches and bugs and all that stuff, and now it's like really popular again. Mm-hmm. But Edge Runners pretty much breathed new life into it, resurrecting it from the grave, causing massive spikes in sales. And then also because it was part of the series and it continues. Um, and then obviously The Last of Us Part 1, which I think you mentioned. I think we have it right here on screen, uh, where it gave a 238% boost in sales. I think this is definitely the new media market now, having shows. But I think doing it the Last of Us approach is the worst way to do it. I think Edge Runners is the best way where you have your base game and you make shows to build upon that world. Hmm. So in, in in that sense, that model, you're saying you have the Last of Us game, but you don't make a Last of Us adaption to 
try and mirror the game, you instead create a spin-off side story, spin-off it. shows yeah. to that. Yeah, like okay, at, at okay, a but... show, like maybe that's one season long, but it builds upon a character that you liked in the game, or add some backstory, like the origins of the fungus or whatever. I feel like that adds more flexibility creative wise. I, wait, are you frozen? Oh no, no, you're I'm like just, you're so I'm, perfectly I, thought that you're frozen. That, that's how deep in thought I am. <laughs> but like you know, like you know, they could they have creativity flexibility wise, where they could create whatever story they want to add to that world, and they're not just stranglehold to that script of following the games. Like we just talked about how The Last of Us might reach that roadblock potentially soon. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I mean. It's a nice, I think it's a cool model. I still feel like it's still risky, though. Because, like, okay, so, like, part of our, I don't want to say contention, but, like, you know, when we we did kind of, like, butt heads a little bit during our conversations with Last of Us, like, you know, you were um, very concerned about deviations, right? Well, I wasn't concerned about deviations if it's good. I'm concerned about, like, if they do it in, like, a bad way. Because, like, obviously, like I said, you know, the origin trait, that's a good addition, but yeah. if they change in a bad way, not, or like you know, like killing somebody off or adding somebody in a different way, I would have a problem with that. Yeah. Well, so so with that said, though, but minus the good or bad deviation, the moral story is like you you're, you have concerns about deviations, right? That that's that's true. Hmm. So, with that said, with the spinoff, I, I think you're you're kind of leaving yourself a lot more open to those deviations. Um, well, if, now, like if it's not you know you copying the same story, I'm 100 percent open to you adding addition story instead of you adding story to something that's already laid out for you. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I do know what you mean. It's just like I, I mean, once again, I don't know if we have really. Well, you have that show as a good example, but like I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like think of another one that that would be helpful in this in this predicament. But like, um, I'm just trying to think. Like, man, like if, if there was. A particular show i mean i guess we could use this one for example too like Cuphead. like i feel like not to say i wouldn't have watched this show but if i found out that it wasn't about the game because my as we all know my background's a little bit different like i wanted to play the game but i just like no i, I just want to watch it now so it's like best of both worlds i'm getting what i want but in a physical medium if i found out this wasn't following the game at all and it was just a side story of um Let's say hypothetically, it was a spinoff of Joel from losing. Spoiler alert again, I guess. So let me preface that five, four, three, two, one. From losing his daughter to now where it started off in episode one. Like if you got that middle ground as a season, I don't know if I would have been lured to that. And I'm going to use Cyberpunk Edge Runners as the counter because yeah. it has such a good standalone story that people mm-hmm. that never even bought the game bought the game because they're so interested in the world. Mm-hmm. So I could I, I could mean, see but, how it could like it's a double edged sword. It could either work yeah, massively or yeah, fail. Like Cuphead, yeah, for example. Yeah, the show doesn't follow. It doesn't do the games, but it adds more story, adds better characters for Cuphead, and I forgot what his companion is. But that also boosted sales, and what, that wasn't following man. the games. That was just making its own thing. Yeah, yeah. I've watched most of the Cuphead cartoons, and and I like them a lot. And 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 to your point, like well, deviations, but like. 
in all but, reality, if you've played Cuphead, how do you 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 have to deviate from Cuphead? Like yeah. you you don't get a TV show from that video game. I'm sorry, you're just not going to do it. So they had to. They had to be creative. I mean, they still kept all the characters in the game, no doubt. But um, but as far as storytelling, storytelling the game itself was, and they had it. Don't get me wrong, there was something there, but it was so minute. Uh, you, you can't turn that into how however many episodes they have for the cartoon. But um. But yeah, going back to just like our our, our uh, topic here, like I think, I think, and I also hope, right? I really do hope because we we we're both passionate about video games. Like we we, I hope that we get a lot more video game adaptations, and not only get adaptations, but damn good ones now, because I think it's been well, um, well overdue. I think it depends on what you like because obviously I've watched a lot of them like Ghost in the Shell as much as people like to bash and Scarlett Johansson. Their mm-hmm. adaptation was very accurate to well, that's not a video game, that's an anime. My bad. But um, what's another one? I was about to do Speed well, Speed Racer. I mean, that's the one. Well, that's I mean, it. we briefly talked about Halo last week, and I don't. Oh, wanna, that was a horrible one. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I want to bring you back down. But like I said, I, I like I've never played Halo, but just based oh. on the trailer, like I still. I still would like to watch that at some point. Like I, I would like to don't take watch that the Halo in. show. Don't. If <laughs> if you want the better story, play the games. The, the show will ruin. Like if you watch the Halo show, and you're well, like, oh, the story sucks. That's but, I, but leave a bad taste for you. With that even said, I, I even how can I put it? Even if the show was really good, right? I still wouldn't play the Halo. <laughs> so that part doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, I think if you're not going to play the games and just don't watch the show because like it does not do any of the story justice. It's that bad? It's that bad. And they're having a season yeah. two because for some reason... I know they're having a season two, but... Yeah. Really? Like, if if they want to call it another... Like, if it was under a different name, maybe it's passable. But with the Halo title, it, it's a disgrace. It's, like, worse than Mortal Kombat. And I'm talking about the HBO version. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, like it, it's bad. Like it, it, like let's say, let's say if they took, what's that your favorite sucks. character? Let's say if they uh, took Mario, but they made him, well, you know, the, well, no, like let's say if like I, I don't know if I'm on Mario, but like let's say if I took Cloud and it went yeah. from like him just being doing what he's doing, he saves, he's just a soldier that follows orders, to him being like a drama queen and doing all this and that because he's selfish. That would ruin the character for you if you see the better version versus somebody that spits on your character. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. Ah, well, that sucks. Sorry. <laughs> but going back to what we're talking about, like obviously, you know, I think you and I have different approaches to like should they follow the script or should they like? I think that there's characters what? in The Last of Us, like the well, there's characters in most video games that you they are fan favorite they have good stories and you could build upon them like for example imagine like we didn't get the last of us like actual show following the games but we get like joel from the beginning leading up to now or tess leading from her beginning to now that could probably just be one season they just keep adding and it's like oh i really like this character and i know they're from this video game do i want to watch it because of the video game or because of the show Or like Ellie, because like, I'm so. Well, I'm not gonna say anything about Ellie because maybe they might show in season one, but there's stuff with yeah, her too. Yeah, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I think it's easy for me to say no right now, but like, I don't have 
I don't have an example where at least I don't think that's worked for me yet, right? But then again, we don't have. Examples There's only been for that. one show that's ever done that, and that's been Blade Runner or Edge Runner. Cyber, sorry, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That's yeah, only yeah, ever created so, a separate story and added. So, so, so to that point, like I guess, I guess it has to happen for me to to see if that works, right? To see if that happens. Um, I, I can't sit there and say it will not work, but. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think that's a a very big. I mean, that probably isn't a marketing risk for for whoever owns those IPs. If you think about it, it's probably still win win because they're probably not looking at it for the added video game sale revenue. They're just looking at it to get, you know, a live action adaptation done, or or not even live action. I guess you know, to your point, it could be an anime. It could be you know what have you. Um, that aspect, that fallout. It's just an incentive, and and, and da- a really big, huge incentive, especially in the case of of this game. Um, but you know, I think you know I was kind of looking at it as a tar- some sort of marketing tactic. But now that we sit here and talk about it a little more, it's like, eh, maybe it's not a good marketing tactic. Yeah, because like if you look at it, I mean, you know, same thing. Like I was talking about Halo Hot does like the series Un- Injustice. Mm-hmm. Uncharted, for example, they obviously it seems like PlayStation wants to make all their games into like a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Where even though I did like Tom Holland and I like Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. I think the movie would have been better if it wasn't called Uncharted because it didn't follow. I mean, they tried to do it, but obviously they deviated significantly on the story. Like they mm-hmm. tried to make different stories connect when timeline was. That's not how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Uncharted, even though the average person liked it, it didn't tie into the game very well and it almost did the game disservice as well gotcha who was worse Wahlberg or holland they or, or let, let me really so let me, I, I can't let me blame them that. because it wasn't them it was a story that they were given gotcha. the script was bad gotcha um i will say this uh and i don't know what your um feelings are on this so it'll be interesting here i would much rather have my adaptations if they're going to be live action i would much rather have them in a tv show format rather than a movie because i think the movies are more limited um very limited right because you're trying to put this arguably 30 hour plus game and some of them double that length right all that content into one and a half hours two and a half hours max because they ain't going to really give video games that big long run times it's going to deviate like fucking hell or get squished storyline wise to hell. I think that's why they fail when you give it the TV format and you get eight hours, even though it's still going to get squished hypothetically, or depending on how they strategically plan it more, you're, you're more than likely to try to, or if they're done right, you get more time to work with to kind of maintain that lore that people loved yeah uh, when you're talking about like marketing wise i i was trying to, i was thinking about how hard they were trying to market uncharted because mm-hmm. obviously I, i'm not sure if you played the games but the no. uncharted is it the legacy i forgot what the ps5 version is called but basically mm-hmm. if you bought the game you're a guaranteed a movie ticket like for the movie and i'm like oh is the movie that bad where they basically have to force you to get the movie as well it's like mm-hmm. you buy the game, you're guaranteed a movie ticket. But like mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone else do that, and then it turned out as it came out. I mean, like I said, the movie isn't bad; it just doesn't follow the game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I think, like, my only comparison to, like, deviation stuff that obviously, like, you know, no secret that I'm passionate about is obviously WoW. And then when they did that movie, I mean, I that still adored it. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, it, I think it's kind of better to hear that come out of your mouth than my mouth. But, like, but well, I, 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 I would it, say we're about the same because we both play Warcraft. Well, but I play it, like, a thousand times more than you do. Yeah, but I still played it, and I know the story. No, 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 I, yeah, no, no, you do, you do, you do, no doubt. But, but, but even, even to that notion, though, like uh, at the <laughs> time, my girlfriend, like you know, she liked it, and and she was like not like super giddy about it afterwards, but like it was that one time in my life where because she doesn't never gave a fuck about video games, so like she knew I played that to hell, and the fact that she was then now asking questions afterwards, so almost I like fucking... persuade her to play in the game. Well, no, I, I, no, like it, I would never have done that. Like, no, I'm, really I'm saying, would the movie, did the movie almost persuade her? Like, because it no, got interested, not, would she? Have no, no, not it? like that. No, but, 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 but what, what made it cool was like she had follow up questions with like all the characters and stuff, and wanted to know more. What that thought was awesome, but of course, then you know, kind of got the nerd out. But with that said, um, you know, talking about deviations and adaptations and and how it could be marketed different, right? Now, like. Like, me being already a fan, it wouldn't matter because I would eat it up all live anyway. But, like, once again, someone that's not a fan, like, how would they get lured? I don't know. Like, that's that's very interesting. I mean, it's possible, but, like, I don't know. Well, I, I think that's, the, I mean, it doesn't just, I mean, I feel, I feel like this is, like, a problem with everything, not just video mm-hmm. games, adaptions, because it, the story has to be good. Yeah. And, like, I think that's why people are looking at Warhammer. Like, the story is good for Warhammer. They're just trying to figure out how to adapt it to, this, like, a TV format just because there's so much going on, especially mm-hmm. how branched out the storyline actually is. Um, I think, like, the education part is also huge, right? Yeah, like, how do and you, I, like, inform viewers that don't watch it and get them enticed to watching it? That's also, like, a factor, and that's also probably what causes deviation tactics because, oh, let's be real. As much as, like, you could be a loyal fan, you also have to think about, like, getting other people on there and i think that's why the last of us is their intro so good to give you that origin story instead of like reading collectibles mm-hmm. but then there's other parts where they deviate too much but they don't give you like a nice little snippet they actually change the whole story to bring you in and that's mm-hmm. where the loyals versus casuals fight <laughs> so going back to like, i hate to go back to like the previous topic but it kind of it kind of dawned on me a little bit like the deviations, like how you mentioned that one guy that was, uh, um, with you know, dare say interrogating or uh, tests, and then he could have had a bigger role, but it was found dead. It kind of brings me back to like the Resident Evil Two game where you had play A and play B, mm-hmm. and with play A and play B, you would have different like scenes POVs. act out. Yeah, and would you really have been? How can I put man? How can I put this? Would, would it really have mattered to you if you never got that? Well, the thing is that there wasn't like an A B. There, Joel and Tess were the ones that took him out. No, no, no. I, I get that, but I guess what? I'm, oh, okay. So it wasn't like Tess. You didn't say that. You didn't say that before. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. that is different. <laughs> like Joel was the one mostly That's, hunting. That's why they mentioned yeah. like Joel's That's your guard dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's different. But if I may just still kind of complete my thought, I guess. But like, let's say, let's say they did do it justice and did ex- exactly, but they didn't show it, right? They just showed 
him dead, but you know they did it. Like, would that have mattered? I think if if they show him, like, obviously, if they cut, like, the scene, but they still show him, like, catching up and shooting him, I'd have been better than just, like, how did he die? Like, when you walk into a scene, who do they fight? Did they fight each other? Like, they they left that completely open. When the games, Joel actually took them out. Well, I mean, I guess in the show, they didn't necessarily complete that open because it was the Fireflies that killed them. Oh, was it? They, They fought each other? Well, I think that's kind of insinuated because the other chick fucking had a, a wound, gunshot wound. Okay, the so other I... one was missed in the ear, like it got ripped off somehow. But it also doesn't explain oh, like it's... how they came to fight him because like the battery well, was wanted... there, but yeah, when they, they were in the battery, weren't there te- uh, interrogating Tess, he already said he sold it off to them. So why would they go back to get the battery or sell the battery again when they were sold to him originally? I don't think Tess knew who he sold it to. But why would he? I'm saying, why would he go back again if he already sold it to him originally? You know what I mean? Oh, because he's an idiot. They 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 said that they called him a fucking idiot. They're like they're like, why would you try to sell it two times or something like that? They they mentioned that in the line. Yeah, but I mean, like that. That's also what leads on to the chase and all stuff. It was just weird how they changed who killed him. But I, like, I he's more of like a side character, anyways. It wasn't like the big part. It was just weird how they oh. kind of like yeah. glossed over it. Yeah. But now um, let, can, let, let me ask you. Here we go. We keep going back and talking about it. But did did the thought ever occur to you that maybe that since the director of the game is also on the TV show, right? Did you ever think that maybe now that he's doing it this way, even though it is a deviation, since he is the in some capacity owner of the IP in some regard? That in his mind, he's like, oh, I get to do this in a TV show now. This is maybe a mistake I did in the game that I want to tell it differently. I want to tell it this way. We would probably never know that. but I would highly doubt that's the case because it almost seems like the game adds more than the show does. Okay. I I feel like this is more of like a... like I I don't think he's actually the director. I think he's the executive producer that has oversight to the story but -hmm. doesn't have full control of the direction. I think that's probably where the disconnect comes in sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I don't know because I'm not part of the team. Because like, I would love yeah. to hear like, obviously, like we were talking about the snippets, the additions, like whose idea was mm-hmm. that? Was that Neil Druckmann's or was that the actual director? Because yeah. whoever made that decision was fantastic. Yeah. But then the other sure. stuff, it's like who made that? Who makes that one? But I don't know. Gotcha. Um, like I said, for the for the majority mm-hmm. of the part for that one, it's good. But for other ones, like you know, like over time, like you know, game, uh, boosting sales, like I know. Um, Ghost of Tsushima's actually I don't know I don't remember if they're making a movie or if they're Ooh. making a show. But it seems like I said, you know, PlayStation's making more stuff like they're in charge now it's the last of us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ghost of Tsushima I think is already done filming. They're in editing right now. Mm. And I wonder if that's gonna boost sales or if that might be their flop like Uncharted. Because <laughs> yeah. Ghost of Tsushima was fantastic. Yeah, that's another one I mean we'll see. Uh I don't know if it would get me to play a game, but I guess I'm looking for that first one that does, right? Um, but did they ever greenlight a God of War? I mean, they probably have talked about it, and if they were to, I recommend them do it now because, um, what's his name? The actual guy that voices Kratos has the physique of Kratos, so if they're going to do it, they should get him to do it because mm. he could actually physically pull it off. Um, but I don't know if they actually have said any confirmation if they were or not. 
which would be dumb because they legit have the ideal guy for the situation. Like, not just the voice, but the body, too. <laughs> Interesting. And it doesn't matter yeah. what his skin color is because he's already white. He, he's, he's, he has cut yeah. for Nash. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, that would be a good I'm... one to have. Uh, but the only question, though, is where would they start? Would they do the original God of War 1, 2, and 3? Or would they just start with um, God of War 2018 and start a new story from that? Yeah, no idea. I mean, I haven't played them, so I, I, I have no no horse in that race, so... I feel like if they did, it'd be... Te- I mean, I would love to see God of War 1 all the way through now, but realistically, they most likely will just start from 2018 because 1, 2, and 3 are separate stories from 2018 and Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Even though they kind of tie together, but I feel like story-wise, it, or TV show-wise, it makes sense to just go with 2018 and Ragnarok. <clears throat> so now I'm going to pass the question on to this because obviously we're getting more adaptations Yep. And also potentially shows that could boost the games or movies that could boost the games. Mm-hmm. What would I've, and I know you probably you might say World of Warcraft or you might not say mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, but is there any game that you have that you would love to see adapt adapted to like a show or movie that could pot- uh, potentially boost the games itself or the franchise itself? Uh, I won't say World of Warcraft. Um... <laughs> Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, if, if Final Fantasies were to be adapted, I mean, they have already done full feature length animations. Um, uh, yes, and the they're good. Film, they're very good. And to to your kind of discussion earlier, how they're kind of like standalone uh, stories that add to the universe. Exactly. That's exactly what they do. Um, but they're not like theatrical releases. They're usually bundled with collector's editions or. Or what have you. So it's kind of just like additional free content in some capacity. I mean, not really free if you're paying for a collector's edition. But nonetheless... Well, um, no, those were free. Like, uh, was it Kingslave? Is that the one you're talking about? Kingslave was one, yeah. Yeah, that was... I could be in their streaming service wrongs, but I think that was also day and date with uh, Crackle, Sony's original streaming oh, platform. Like, really? I know... Okay, um, I know uh, what was it called? Dead Rising, I think that might be the franchise. They had stuff like that too, and they had it on like a streaming service. Uh-huh. Even though obviously it was bundled with the stuff as well, but they also had it with the streaming service. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So game. Um, man, it's a good question. Because the unfortunate part is I don't play a lot. A lot of I mean, other you play games, enough. Right? Like, would you like to see Octopath, I'm, I'm, Fire Emblem? I'm, I'm even trying. Well, I'm even trying to think of one because even going back with a theme that might lure me to play the game, right? Um, trying to think if there's something, something out there. I know they're making a Gears of War movie, aren't they? I think they're. I don't know if they're making it. If they're talking about casting it, and that also has me concerned that it might turn into a Halo thing because they're trying to make Marcus Phoenix Batista. And yeah. he's not Marcus Phoenix. If he was anything, he'd be dumb, like the side character. So gotcha. depending on who they cast to, it might be a yeah. hell of a disaster. Mm, interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of like another, I mean, it doesn't have to be a super popular franchise, right? Uh, hmm. <laughs> well, do you have an answer while I keep thinking? I actually have a couple. Okay. And go ahead. Well, I keep thinking. I, I don't want to be a Jeff Keeley here, but I feel like Hideo mm-hmm. Kojima's games could do that. Like Death Stranding, I feel like could be 
adapted well like a last of a show or it could add you continuous would, backstory and how the world got to how it is you would Death probably Stranding. have to get like fucking nolan to direct that shit of how crazy it is oh christopher <laughs> nolan or even like i mean obviously guillermo del toro is good buddies with hideo kojima and guillermo del toro is a director himself so he could even do yeah. it himself and he does good psychological horror stuff yeah, yeah. So he's got the connections right there, and I think he even talked about doing a show with him at some point. So maybe that's what it is. And also, Norman probably Reedus, already have that agreement. Yeah. And Norman Reedus also said he wants to do it too. Yeah, it's like it's 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 just laid out. Just fucking do it. Yeah. And then like if it, if it's not Death Stranding, because like that would be like a perfect ideal choice because it's it's a it's a real well obviously besides like the supernatural aspect, it could be mm-hmm. done in like a reality format. Mm-hmm. And then another one would probably be like Metal Gear Solid, um, because realistically, yeah. it's just a soldier, obviously with you know psychic abilities with some enemies, but it could be done in a show format. Um, another one I would like to see too, and this, oh, I don't know how they would do it. Would be Fallout. Mm. I'm not sure if you play so, the Fallout games, but I would love to see it on the show. No. So I, I do have an answer for you. Uh, it might be surprising. And I know, I think you already mentioned they have animes out, but I, I think I think the world is a little overdue for some sort of uh, uh, vampire franchise, and Castlevania would be fucking awesome. Are you saying that because Castlevania already has an anime and they're still doing more animes for it? But I'm talking about live action. Oh, man, I... like for, for for as much as zombie stuff gets overdone, we don't get a lot of vampire stuff. I don't know, Twilight's the best you're gonna get. Oh, come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, but, you're you're right. Vampire zone because, like, I mean, Castlevania is a very notorious franchise, right? It is. It does have a following, but I don't think it's like it's like S tier, right? It's like, it's probably definitely A, but I don't think it's S tier. I think if you do a very good Castlevania, whether it's a movie or TV show, once again, I'm going to say I would enjoy more TV show than a movie because you get more content. But, um, I think that could be something that could escalate their sales for sure. As much as I would love to admit, like the anime is already perfect enough. I like the anime for what it is. It adds what it needs to add. It's It's perfect. It can do everything. Mm-hmm. But a lot of action, man. Have you ever seen a movie called I, Frankenstein? No. Okay, so it's Frankenstein basically is a vampire hunter and all that stuff. Uh, but the way they do the vampires, or I guess they could do like a Blade version of it too. It's how they would adapt Castlevania into like a show format. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Castlevania. Like between like roaming journey fighting. Like there's like basically, well, it depends on what Belmont you're going for. Like yeah. some of the things they do there, be kind of difficult to also portray in a, a, a real show format. Like if you're going to do that, they would need a huge budget. Like I'm not sure you said you haven't watched, but have you seen Captain America? No. Because I was going to say, the movie? yeah, like the movies. I've seen one or two. So you know how like Captain America does like the cool tricks with like the shield? They would have to get somebody that can choreograph fights like Captain America to work on Castlevania because like the whip, the mace, and all that stuff, yeah. that would be hard to choreograph. Yeah, because he does a lot of cool I mean, tricks. Yeah, I mean, I guess like for me, I kind of like envision it like The Witcher, ish, 
And that would be okay. Not too much silence. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I, I think because I have the curse of seeing the anime version, I think it would ruin it for me. But I think for your casual gotcha. viewers, it might do well. Mm-hmm. In a Witcher mm-hmm. style. It's yeah. just like, oh, it kind of also wants to like a blade vampire where it's like super heavy action and then you see cool tricks. I mean, you can still get that. I mean, you know, Geralt did some cool tricks. Very minor, but I guess. He I does. mean, he only had one weapon, but you know. But yeah, no, like I, I think, um, I think, I think Castlevania might be something that that could be done well or could go well. I will never say no to Castlevania, but at the same time, <laughs> I do. You still have Netflix? I never had Netflix. Oh, I thought you got it once just to watch a show and then no. canceled it. No, no, unfortunately not. I, I've had access to it a few times, like from dating certain people, you know, Netflix and chill. But because I was gonna say, I'm like, dude, I, I want, you, I, I know you're not into anime, but if you were going to watch it, I want you to watch the Castlevania anime as well because okay, I would watch it. it. It's it's fantastic. Like, I, but mainly because like I, like once again, I'm not. A, you don't see anything Castlevania behind me, right? So like, but I know of Castlevania, like, and and I know it has good lore you know and um so and the anime be, does I, if, if you wanted me yeah if you wanted me to watch an anime and and you're saying that Kazuya, i would watch that one yeah because they do a great job depicting dracula they do a good job with trevor belmont the story of elucard dracula's son they, mm-hmm. they just they do in a really really good way and especially with the action the animation the story everything is just it's crisp <laughs> so is it how many seasons and how long uh so if you're going from the Trevor Belmont story, I think there's only three, three or four seasons. Um, it's like maybe eight. I think the first season's only four episodes. The second season's mm-hmm. like six episodes, and three, four. If there's a four, it's like eight episodes. So it's relatively short, but they get the point across in the story. Um, but I know that they're actually making, obviously, like the games. It follows additional family members. Like it was Trevor Belmont. Now I think they're going with uh, what's his name? What's the other guy? The Belmont with the blonde hair. Oh fuck, man! You got me. I think they're going with him next because they're trying to continue like the family storyline where Belmont's uh-huh. son takes over and starts something vampires and leads to Dracula again. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that would be my answer uh, after that deep thought. Where, you know, <laughs> um. So I know this is like a weird segue, but like obviously you, you do make a great point that vampires there isn't many. And no. obviously, the most popular vampire one is Twilight, unfortunately. Which, even though, as much as I make fun of that movie, I did like the fights with the werewolves and vampires. What's your favorite vampire movie? Uh, Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. Why does, why does it sound like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing? No, it's not. You know, it's funny. I've never got into it. Why, why, does, why does vampire stuff usually get the, like... The drama I'm... treatment, like teen drama treatment? Yeah. Come on. Like, vampires, I, I... vampires can be done pretty fucking scary man well i mean look at blade they did it perfectly our frankenstein did it perfectly um i mean you could say uh, uh i am you... legend is kind of vampire-ish i mean you could uh, someone argue it's more uh zombie-ish but in theory there were more vampires because they couldn't come out to the sunlight i guess have you ever seen a uh movie <laughs> called priest i guess i mean I, I, no. they never really classified what they were so i mean, if you, no, I mean well, they, they do they have vampire be... qualities for sure yeah 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 um have you ever seen a movie called priest no. 
it's from the same people that made Legion. Um, that was a good one. But yeah, there's not many like good like besides teen drama vampires. There's yeah. not a lot of action vampire ones. I think Blade might be the best one out of all of them so far. Correct. Which hopefully we get done soon. Unfortunately, Marvel's still putting it on like the bench right now. I don't know why they're doing that. Which one on the bench? Blade. Oh, oh they yeah. they haven't finished it yet. Supposedly there's a lot, there's script issues or casting issues something like that. And because they're working on so many projects, they actually put it on the back burner. Oh wow. Which and that sucks. was gonna be a TV show, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Hmm. And which that's another thing I'd love to see. I wanna see it like I, I know maybe it's like the old the older version of me, but I like the Wesley Snipes version and I'm hoping that they kinda give the same style as Wesley Snipes. But I feel like they're gonna change it. I never I mean I, I watched them but I not that um overly a fan of them or were a fan of them but uh but yeah um I think that would be that that that's my answer. I'm sure I could if I sit here long enough and freeze frame for you for yeah. <laughs> like a bit earlier. Uh I'd probably come up with some other good ones, but uh while you were giving your answer, that was kind of one that I felt like would be really good and I and I would uh I'd get behind that. Yeah, it, it, it's funny too. I, well, I'm I don't want to completely bind it to live action stuff. Yeah, because like I was gonna say, like well, another show would be Pokemon, because like now we're getting another adaptation with Ash being gone. Correct, correct. And 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 we've had, even though this is a different and unique topic, but we've had similar topics in a lot of our other podcasts. And and like I said, I've I've gone on on. Uh, on the podcast and said, you know, like as far as uh, CGI type adaptation slash, nah, I guess it wouldn't be anime, but like going back to well, Nintendo, it would be anime. Like, anime is animation, so anything yeah, animated is yeah. We, we've argued about that in the past. It so. just wouldn't be Japanese uh, anime. Correct, correct. Um, so, like I said, I feel like something like Star Fox would be fantastic in that type of format. Um, and 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 that doesn't really have a lot of uh, game. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not in the spotlight light right now for video games. It kind of feels like a shelved IP, so that might actually help out. Well, Nintendo. with uh, Mario coming out, they might actually be more open to ideas like Zelda, Star Fox, Samus. Correct. Well, it's, it's called uh, what's Samus called? The actual Metroid. Oh, the game is called Metroid. Yeah, the, yeah. She's her character is. is oh man, that'd be a good one to see in like a TV show format. Like oh yeah, like obviously yeah. she's like the female version of Halo. Like she has her suit on. She's super hardcore. She's a super soldier. She fights yeah. aliens, and then and sometimes she takes her helmet off. <laughs> um, yeah, or actually her whole suit. Wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. But like um, the difference between and and this is my my ignorance with Halo though, and you correct me. I think the difference between uh, Metroid is like she's kind of alone though. Oh yeah, she's a hundred percent alone. Versus Halo, Master Chief isn't, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes he does, like, solo missions, but most of the time he's either with, like, the USMC so, or, like, other Spartan soldiers. Yeah. So, like, you know, going back to, like, deviations now, I think that would be a huge challenge in the, in the live act, uh, action format. It's like, okay, if she's alone doing a whole show with just her, like, you know... I, she obviously does report to something or some entity, but we, yeah, I don't think it's ever been... I haven't played all the Metroids either, so I, I could be missing. You know what? Some... Now that now that you mentioned, imagine instead of a TV show, a, a movie format, but 
this might just be me, but imagine mm-hmm. if they made Metroid a horror-ish game or a horror horror-ish movie where she's in there, she's fighting in this like spaceship, what mothership, whatever you want to call it, and like you got jump scare monsters, kind of like aliens. Like she's basically the video game version of Ripley. Yeah, mm, I don't know. That'd be a tough sell for me. Because <laughs> I was gonna that, say that like, would be one of those deviations I would not like. <laughs> well, it wouldn't I mean, really I, be a deviation because she is by herself in a ship. No, no, she's by herself. But, like, but but her her objective is to eliminate all Metroids. Yeah, and that's what uh, Ripley did. She but, but, eliminated uh, eliminate all the Xenos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, like, and I'm trying to think of like other other IPs. Like, I mean, you you could have a pretty uh, good, cute uh, cartoon show of like Spiral. Um, probably even do a cartoon of Crash. Oh, I'd, um, I'd love to see a Crash TV show. Yeah, that would be like super comical, right? Super funny. Which, uh, in, in fact, they they have obviously they don't have to do like Crash Bandicoot one through four. They actually uh-huh. have spinoff games called like Crash to Insanity, where it's like Crash Bandicoot and Cortex doing like they have to stick together because they're glued together and have to uh-huh. work their way through Wampa Island to break uh-huh. apart, and obviously stuff happens. Uh-huh. That standalone game right there is perfect for just one sh- season, just right there. It doesn't have to be multiple seasons; sure. just one season right there, and you're done. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of dare I say go f- full circle for our podcast episode here, but. I could see Mega Man. Something happened with Mega Man too. So what? live action anime or movie? Oh. And who? And An- if you do live action, who could you foresee as Mega Man? Don't say anime. Anime. I would be go be the way to go for sure. Like Astro Boy. Because um, they did an Astro Boy movie in animation, and that was pretty good. I don't recall seeing that. It was like 2008 when it came out, but I thought it was good. Um, who you put in the suits? Man. You put Mario. <laughs> it's a me. Chris Mega Pratt's Man. new Mega Man. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. So you, you, But you confirmed that you want to see it in an animated format, right? I would rather see it, I think, in an anime format, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it'd be cool in a live action, but it would be a tough... It would be a tough thing to do because it's pretty much all future, you know, futuristic, um, also fantasy. Um, once again, not that many humans, but they do have them, so they would be able to wiggle that in. Um, the story is there for you. It's pretty simplistic, right? Doctor Wily for most of them, or 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 Sigma in the X series, and then you got Doctor Light as the good guy. He's the one that made Mega Man. I mean, it's there, right? Actually, I think there might have been a cartoon. Now that I think about it, there probably was at some point. I like, think no there point. was. I think there was. Because I know there was like a period in like the late '80s, early '90s, where they were just adapting all that stuff, like any Japanese creative character, like Speed Racer and all that stuff. Astro Boy, they all had Correct. like TV shows. Exactly. Yeah. I th- now that now <laughs> that I'm talking about, it, yeah, I'm, I'm almost feeling pretty damn confident there was a, a cartoon series. But anyway. um... I'm um, just trying to think of other IPs, like kind of going around through all companies right now, or or or. or um... <laughs> I was gonna say something super stupid. I might. I was gonna say, well, I guess the best representation of how video games and live action can blend together was WWE. 
you got the video game matching the, the real life. <laughs> yeah, in some capacities. <laughs> some capacity. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not obviously too fluent with all the, the we always joke Microsoft doesn't have its own IPs, but uh, you know, I know they got some. So oh, like, they get uh, dude. I'm telling you, Fable. If they make a series off of that, it'd be massive. And obviously, Tom Holland has to be it. <laughs> of course, otherwise, you know, just don't even do it. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but you know, I did mention the gears. I, I don't know if uh, Bioshock is doable. Ooh, Bioshock um, would be a good one. But but once again, start thinking about like, okay, like. You know, you'd like to see it, right? But is it can they do achievable? It? I guess I guess nowadays, you, in, in in realistic, if there, if there's a will, there's a way. You know, you could probably achieve. But it, if you're if you're like let's be honest and kind of mention this a little bit with Last of Us, like if you're doing it brand new, first season pilot, whatever, like you're probably going to be on a budget unless it's going to be backed up by Microsoft, where they could have I wouldn't say a bottomless pit of funding, but they probably threw a decent chunk into Halo, don't you think? That I don't know, and if they did, they should stop. <laughs> but 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 anyways, like unless they get the budget to 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 make it as glorious as it needs to be, like in video game format, then uh, cool. But but most times enough, it's going to be like a studio picking it up. It might not get that treatment. Yeah, by any um, chance, do you know if The Last of Us is backed by PlayStation? If if they're putting money in it, or if it's just purely HBO? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. But they throw the damn logo in there, that's for damn sure. Yes, at the very end, PlayStation Studios, Naughty Dog. <laughs> I I love that, though, because, like, I was watching it with my mom, and I was also watching it with my grandma because I wanted to see, how like, their opinion on it because they don't play video games. Yeah. And unfortunately, they like the show, but not because of the actual show itself. They like Pedro Pascal, and they oh, keep okay. comparing him to Marlo Bra- Marlon Brando, whatever his name is. Wow. And so they're like, oh, we like this because of him. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that works. <laughs> and that's probably why he was casted, to be honest. Like, like you know, he has that gravitas. Like, he has that pull. He has sex appeal. He does. If you're attracted to guys, yes. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, uh, homophobic. Like, the guy has sex appeal. It is what it is. Call yes. space fade. But anyways, um, with that said, I had a different train of thought. You made me lose it now talking about Paul. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, but go go back to the logo. That's what I was saying. Um, I mean, it's funny. I laugh at it. But like, not not the Sony one, but going back to the to Warcraft, like when I was watching it in theaters, like when the Blizzard logo popped in the beginning, like I fucking got goosebumps. Like it, it was weird, but like it just gave me goosebumps. Like just seeing their logo and like the, the the you know they did a little cinematic thing with the logo and so they just like they got my hairs raising like this is this is weird yeah like they approved uh, it's official <laughs> right no exactly in, in that sense right it's like oh it's like, like their stamp oh, of approval yeah exactly um so um so yeah i think i think i think that's cool and i and, and dare i say it, it it doesn't always happen this way of course but I, the more you have that company involved, I think, will make the video game adaptations better. I know it's not all the time. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're gonna go there, but I, I think there, there, there is going there. 
there should be, in theory, a higher success rate when they're involved rather than not involved. Yeah. And I mean, once again, we would have to sit here and talk about a whole slew of them to see if that percentage is accurate or not. I'm kind of going out on a limb a little bit to to say that. Um, Because it's different when you're selling the rights and putting your your logo on it at the end, Capcom, um, versus you're actually having people that were a part of that game involved with that uh, process. Yeah. It's actually really funny that you said that. For some reason, even though I watch anime, my mind completely blanked. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned Capcom. Mm-hmm. They have a Netflix show with... Um... Wait, is... is is Tekken made by Capcom? No. No, Tekken is... Um... Damn, who does Tekken? Not Street Sony. Fighter makes Sony Capcom. Doesn't... Street Fighter is Capcom. Uh... Oh, man, it's not Bandai. Bandai, um, Namco? You might be right. Because I know uh, Tenkin has a Netflix anime. That's pretty good. And I'm like, that does the game justice. Like, it made me hype for Tenkin 8. Like, obviously, it's like the origin story, but, like, it it gets me hyped to play the game. Gotcha. But also, I'd like to see... So... I know, I know we're talking about, like, bad adaptations, and as much as mm-hmm. I like the Bash Halo, I actually did watch the whole thing. I actually, mm-hmm. after we talked to Joel, I, oh, watched, did. I watched the last four episodes. Oh, wow. It's still bad, but I'm like, I'm a fan, I have to watch it, even how crappy yeah. it is. Yeah. So I, I will probably watch season two. But, um, going back to, like, the early days as well, you know, when I was talking about how there was, like, a massive explosion of video game adaptations, uh-huh. um, there was a, uh... Adaptation of Doom in 2004 with The Rock and uh, yeah. Carl Urban, I think his name is, and a lot of people hated that movie, but I loved it. So I wouldn't, I I know, even if it might be bad in some people's eyes, I don't care if it's bad. I I think I also still want to see more, even if it may ruin it like Halo does. I still enjoyed it. I I didn't love it. I like the I, F, I like the first person version at the end. Like like it was one of those. Yes. Oh, I love that part. No, yes. no, hundred percent. I loved that part. Really loved it. Uh, I was gonna actually make that point too. So thank <laughs> you. Um, no, but like I, I, you're not gonna like this, but I thought it was a bad movie, but I still liked it as a bad movie. Well, that that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a good movie, but it was a yeah. good bad movie. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Because <laughs> like it had some of those video game tropes and looks like you know the first person mode yeah. and when the guy turns in like the wheelchair guy turns into the monster and him slinging it around. I love that part. Was the story great? It was. It was basically like your your average sci fi movie like Riddick and all that stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was good for what it was. Yeah, no, I, I concur. I, I I liked it. I mean, yeah, it was bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, going back to, like, let's think about video game adaptations, because I, I, I kind of thought about this uh, and in and, and part in line with not necessarily Resurrect. Well, we were talking about, like, it help game sales. But let's take that a step further and talk about... Could it build a re- game series? Like, let's say the show happens first and they build a game. Is that what we're trying to say? No, no, no. I was going to say a video game adaptation for a video game that doesn't necessarily exist anymore. That maybe deserves a resurrection. Ooh, do you have like any particular? I, I do. That'd be I do really have cool. One. I do have. All right, one. What's yours? Resistance. Oh man, that would, I I feel like 
Well, that's no Naughty Dog and, makes and, Last of Us, but that'd be and, perfect. And I'm, and I'm a little selfish to that because part two they had an, a part that took place in Chicago, and oh, that would be amazing. That was that was Resistance Two, right? Yes. Yeah. Where they had that huge space battle, all the ships were there. Yeah, I actually yeah. have all three games right there on my shelf, and I was gonna I want to play them sometimes this year. Yeah, I I the, see that was a franchise that like I felt was a little bit ahead of his time a little bit like with 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 the different modes they had because they had like they had that um 40 multi 40 player multiplayer and and i could be wrong when i say this because obviously i don't play as many games as most gamers do but at that time i didn't know many games that had support or tried to support that many people online at the same time other than like mmos that's but the I'm crazy about, part I'm, is that there was I'm actually about a on the decent console. amount even fps ps2 days ps3 all that stuff Resistance exactly. was actually a sixty v sixty, and that was only for part two. They they dumbed it down in three. For oh, some okay. odd reason. I, I, I didn't I didn't do three at all, and I, maybe I should go and try that one. But there is a PS two game that actually had one hundred twenty eight versus one hundred twenty eight, and I'm like during oh, that was... time with that yeah. internet, I'm like that's unimaginable to me. Exactly, and and the way and it failed because. Ahead of its time, and then like the respawn rate, you know. I mean, some games still can't get the respawn rate incorrect, but you know, it got it got toxic in a different way of toxic, like not like today's toxic, but a different type of toxic. And and then not to mention like their their co op online play, I fucking adored because it had the traditional you know tank healer DPS system where you would have uh, a spec op where you know you did range. You have someone that did shields and heals, and and then the 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 tank that would go forward and like you know, I don't know. I I loved it. Um, and uh, unfortunately, it just didn't do well. Um, yeah, which is weird because I feel like everybody that you you could talk to about resistance, they love the series. Well, it got um, it pretty much lost to Gears of War, is what happened. At the time, is, like is that, it really? Because I th- I thought the reason I why think, it happened is because Insomniac was working on all their games, like you know, more Ratchet and Clank. They were working on Spider Man. They were also, I think, they also were competing with themselves because I think at that time it was Resistance versus Killzone, and Killzone took over. Killzone, that's the one. Oh well, no, Killzone was also a it's PlayStation, PlayStation one. Yeah, but they were competing with each other, like who would be the FPS? Game yeah, I forgot about Killzone <clears throat> too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Either way. Um, uh, it would be interesting to maybe dig back articles or something to read up on that. But, but yeah, I I, I loved uh, Resistance, and I thought the story too was pretty good. Was it great? Probably not. But once well, again, it was an interesting to... story because Resistance no, was, One takes but... place in World War Two, like an alternate version. Yeah. Resistance Two was in the '60s, and then Resistance Three was in the '80s, right? I didn't play Three, so I I, I couldn't tell you. But but Nathan Hale dies or turns in two right well yeah because he he gets mutated with that chimera virus whatever so so i mean maybe yeah the chimera uh i mean i may um you know go back and try three but i guess i'll I'll allow you to go full spoiler who what exactly is three like about then if nathan i don't think nathan hales in it right at all or is he Oh man, I wish I could really tell you because, like, I think I played it when it came out, like 2011, and that was the last time I played it. Oh, I okay. think he's still in it, if I remember correctly. Could be wrong, uh-huh. but I think it's about building the resistance. Like, I think it's like the tail end where humans are pretty much on their last leg, but the chimera is mm-hmm. also on their last leg too, and it's just survival, build a base, and take them out. Interesting. Okay. 
But um, yeah, so talk about like I would like to see that as an adaptation a franchise that's in a sense pretty much dead in the water. I don't think we're probably the only people who's talking about it probably the last decade. <laughs> no, I feel uh, like there's a lot more people talking about resistance than we think. Yeah. But but I think if that could be turned into an adaptation that and maybe spark like, oh man, we gotta get another game out there. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And now that you mentioned it the only problem is that there's stuff that you would like to see but would do well in, in like the average viewership because like yeah. I would love to see Wolfenstein. I think Wolfenstein is a great series, but it's too violent. Mm. And also it deals with um the Germans version of whatever happened yeah. in World War II. I'm not gonna say because of yeah. YouTube they don't like that yeah. word. But yeah. <clears throat> I feel like that might be too graphic for people nowadays, especially Ooh. with how they go cyberpunk with you know, humans integrated with machines and then also yeah. a lot of the torturing they do in there. Yeah. And supernatural aspects as well. That would be interesting. I, but to to that point of like pushing the envelope aspect, what was I reading? Oh my god. Damn it, I can't remember. But there was something something in line with that that people were thinking that that good thing they didn't like take certain things out due to like cancel culture and narratives like that, right? Like this, dare we say, like you know, the sensitivity of America, right, or sensitivity of the world. Um, I just say America. <laughs> mostly America, though. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, but um, and I can't remember if that was in due to The Last of Us or not. Fuck. Yeah, where they censor certain symbolisms and all that stuff. Like, yeah, um, I know Man the High Tower did that a little bit. Um, there was, oh man, there's Overlord. I'm not sure if you've seen that, but it's, it's a movie produced by J.J. Abram. They did some censoring there. And it's weird that they have to follow these stupid guidelines because realistically, they're in a way they're depicting the that side actually failing. So wouldn't that be a good thing? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. But then also, I guess this is, you know, to pose a final question on this is, have you ever seen a game adaptation where the show actually succeeds, but the game fails? Because I know of one. There's a show called Defiance. I don't know if it's called Defiance 2033. I think it was called Defiance. But there's Mm -hmm. a video game that came out at the same time. They're both connected. I actually liked the video game. Unfortunately, it failed big time. Mm -hmm. But the show kept on continuing after the video game was done. Mm. And because the video game was done, everybody's like, "All right, let's just watch the show." And mm-hmm. the show was just a success until they ended it. Gotcha. Uh yeah, definitely don't know of anything that falls under that category. <laughs> I mean, Last of Us might end end up there soon. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they, not the game's failing, but they'll be cut off. But this yeah, one, yeah, actually, yeah. the game failed. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know of any. I don't think I want to know of any. That'd be sad. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why was this show so good, but the 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 game's so bad? Yeah, which was, sucks too, because like you fun. said, it it would make you sad because I did like Defiance, and it was like it was an MMO, but unfortunately, it was one of those console MMOs that was too ahead of what they were doing. Like mm-hmm. there was a Destiny before Destiny, mm. and PS3 and Xbox 360 just couldn't hold it. Interesting. Yeah, that does kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. But before we end this, because I know you're going to do the wrap-up here, 
if you're going to look at Mega Man, please watch at least a trailer of Astro Boy, the 2008 or whatever it came out, and tell me if you would love to see that version of animation for Mega Man, because I think you might. Because it, okay. like, it, it, it does it well, and I think Mega Man could equally be done well in that format. And I'll I guess we also pass the question on to the viewers. What what game would they like to see adapted as well, and what could do well, and what do you think would fail? Yeah, and all the questions we ask, we'd love to hear your answers, especially the resurrected one. I, I you know, dare I say, I think that one's a kind of good one because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of ones that people probably miss from the past that they would love to see, you know, resurrected again. Oh man, Silent Hill. <laughs> well, that one. Well, that one's getting a remake, the game at least. But but I know you had reservations on that as well. So yeah. But who knows? Maybe I'll come up on a future podcast. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a... obviously we're gonna talk, we talk about loads of things: gaming, entertainment, media, whatever. Everything's gonna be brought up. I'm course, surprised you haven't brought up WWE this episode because we all know that they're not bought by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I that was fun reading all that stuff. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who buys them. I think. Uh, um... There's even rumors of Netflix involved. Oh my god. I think I want Saudi Arabia to take over. <laughs> How would you feel if Netflix bought them? It wouldn't matter to me. I don't watch that content anymore, so I, I don't care. I, I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm interested, don't get me wrong. Like I'm following the information, but I don't care who ends up with it. Alright, so now let me change it. If okay. AEW was bought by Netflix, what would you do? <laughs> oh, Probably have to get a Netflix subscription, I guess. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be upset? You'd just be like, hey, different network, that's it? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be upset, but will will the uh, programming in itself change and go downhill? Possibly, but in the interim, I'd still, you know, be a fan and follow it. I mean, that, that, <laughs> wouldn't, that wouldn't matter. I, I, so. I don't know why I just want to pose a dramatic, like, thought that netflix will take over wrestling all wrestling japan wrestling too <laughs> well well think of it i mean in reality that'd be a huge fucking win for them if they were to score wwe oh 100 percent. or the fans like it i don't know i mean no they probably would because almost everybody has netflix at this point yeah i i think and especially if they could then somehow somehow some way own the whole entity for the pay-per-views and charge even a premium for you to watch pay-per-view on net oh, look like at your a eyes twenty dollar bonus yeah disney's done that i guess it See? yeah just saying just saying netflix you want more money you know who to buy next <laughs> yeah <laughs> cancel some shows don't cancel the good ones <laughs> stranger well, things Witcher's... about to end so you got more money soon Witcher's gonna end soon so <laughs> Oh, man. It's funny. I'm surprised you didn't bring that up, you know, like, well, I don't know if you want to bring that up because it also follows the books, but, like, you know how I was talking about, like, standalone stories and how it could add to a video game? That could have been the best example of why it couldn't, because Blood and Origins kind of almost killed the series. Yeah, which I still haven't watched. (laughs) I I guess when you do it, watch Blood and Origins, because there's only four episodes and it's only an hour long. But then after that, mm-hmm. cleanse your palate with Castlevania. There you go, right? <laughs> cleanse my palate. <laughs> but do you want to wrap us up here? Um, 
Sure, I guess. Uh, and I'll, I'm not. Do I do the wrap ups? I'm not used to doing wrap ups. But um, thank you all for joining us on the uh, 22nd edition of the Alamana Podcast. And uh, once again, you could um, watch, watch. Sometimes watch, right? Watch, uh, you could listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You could watch the reruns on YouTube. Uh, we're doing this live on Twitch. You can still also follow us on Twitch individually at, at Joshua Cast for my man here, Josh. Me myself. At uh, the real shysty, um, TikTok, uh, Instagrammy, Snappy Chatty, Twitter, Apple Podcast, MySpace, Spotify, Your Space. We spaces. hope we're in your spaces. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, thank you again as always for joining us. Uh, feel free to comment, like, subscribe. Tell us uh, what you did like. Tell us what you didn't like. Uh, we love and we value all uh, your feedback. So yes, until next time. Bid thee all adieu and farewell and stay safe out there and uh, deuces. Peace.